Guys, welcome. Before we start today's show, it is our 300th anniversary. Our 300th anniversary? 300th episode anniversary, yes. This is our 300th episode. This is our 300th episode. So we just I just want to take a minute to thank everybody who has supported us over the years. Thank you very much. The community is growing. It's stronger than it's ever been. It is. This is the best place to be if you're an Xbox player, gamer. This is the best place to be if you're a gamer. So thank you very much, everybody. Tomorrow, in celebration of this Saturday, February 29th, we are actually doing a barbershop cast. We've done one before, if you remember it. So come join us. Mixer.com forward slash X1Bros barbershop cast. This will go up on YouTube. So if you don't, head over to X1Bros on YouTube. Uh, if you can't catch us live, check it out there. It's going to be a blast. We also have a community play tomorrow oh, morning. The, say the time. Oh, sorry. Uh, tomorrow live. Uh, Let's say 8.30 p.m. PM Eastern. Yeah. We'll 8.30 p.m. Eastern. So come join us again. Thank you very much for all of your support. We love it. We love you guys, and uh, let's, let's. Oh, I got to. We hit do the have button. a community play tomorrow, <laughs> so come join us. I got uh, I, I was just, I was just staring into those eyes. Oh, I mean, I you're don't, just wow. Can't say I blame you. You're I just look dreaming. into those eyes every morning, and I think, wow, wow. All right, guys. Uh, With that, to, let's to the show. Let's do the show. <laughs> It sounds, <laughs> sounds terrible. Welcome, I know, Ronan. We know our mics were on. David yeah, was just guys hear that. everybody, you know the you know like the the legends of the records. If you play that record backwards at two times speed, you hear a secret message. Well, uh, if you play this back, that I literally intro? was leaving subliminal messages. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like stock audio. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is what I was doing. I had to think I was positive gaming. <laughs> this is positive gaming. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But yeah. uh yeah, so play that back. Uh there's some uh Oh I gotta turn the screen there. on too. I'm not very good at oh, what no, I do. There we go. Guys, welcome to the stream. This is podcast number three hundred. That's right, podcast number three hundred or three hundred episode. Welcome. We are the bros, the X one bros. As always, I'm joined by Mr. McSpicy. Hello, how's Jordan it going? The man. Hello. And I am X1. Welcome to today's show. This is your positive gaming and Xbox One community. This is the best community on the planet. 300 episodes. That's a that's a lot of episodes. It's 300 to be exact. I was yeah. watching our I was watching our original episodes this morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, those are terrible. And I cringe. Yeah. I cringe. It's almost we have so we have like our episodes running twenty four seven on Mixer. If you yeah. want to see any of those old episodes, you can go to mixer.com for slash X one bros. When we're not streaming, we have those up. And uh it's almost embarrassing. I know that David has almost made a playlist of like minus the first like minus 60. minus the first two hundred episodes. <laughs> minus the first like two hundred because they are like they're kind of no once I mean, you hit once you hit a hundred we we start to to do it. The problem is is that it's video as well, and video is where we've really video technology, home consumer video technology for streaming has improved vastly over the last six years. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, they're okay episodes too. It's not like they're the worst in the world. No, but, no they're they're really good. Uh, but l- like looking at it, you know, because yeah. we were the first episodes, we were in your your. Oh, well, first no, of all, no. we streamed them live, right? So honestly, if I were to get rid of any of the original ones and hide them, it would be our first. 30 episodes mm-hmm. our first 30 episodes because we, we were skyping in we were skyping in we were not in person mm-hmm. uh i actually would probably get rid of our first 35 episodes uh because there was four of us and it just wasn't as good as chemistry i don't think yeah yeah back then uh but ne- but after that after that every episode is really good because in person makes a huge difference yeah and then, also, our microphones improved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, big. we had those. He- we went from the Skype where I was just using like a game set yeah. headphones, and then we went with like these earpieces, and then we got these later on. But yeah. the room we were in on those episodes when we were in person, it looks so small. We were in like a room that's like five feet by eight feet or less. Yeah, it was small. It was, mm-hmm. t- and we were like, it was teeny. Well, and what's we had funny the is computer and stuff in there. Like too. ignorance is bliss because we. Never, like, I never thought it was. I mean, I, it was always like crammed, but it's never like, oh man, look how crammed we were. But looking back now, you're like, how did we do that? Yeah. <laughs> what was so great about it is we were doing it with like the lowest budget everything. We, oh, everything. Everything was just, all right, well, let's see if we can get this to work. You let's know? do it. Let's do I it. I remember, okay, we had a, I think we've talked about this before on the oh, yeah, show. Lots of time. But like three in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah, three in the morning episodes Ooh. because it kept breaking. We had the well, and that's well, because back then we didn't start until like ten, eleven p.m. PM and yeah. we had the uh, when we first started the ep- the podcast episode. You know, when you first start an episode or podcasting, you're really strict. We were really strict about our segments, what we talked about, what we didn't talk about. Right? Yeah. Over yeah. the years, where we've improved, we've just loosened up. We've improved it, in yeah. not it caring. Now, and I know some people... I no longer wear a belt. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, uh, we're all fat. <laughs> yeah, we are all fat now. <laughs> We've definitely put on some poundage. But the... I think the biggest improvement over the last 300 episodes, honestly, is just we're... When you do something 300 times, you just get better at it. And mm-hmm. I think we're just better at communicating with each other. I think we're better at playing off each other. I think mm-hmm. we're, we can read each other really well. I think we're better at, uh, I think our chemistry is better. I think our chemistry has always been good, but I think our chemistry is better. And I think we're more loose as far as like our, our structure of our show. And I think that yeah. actually benefits us. Well, we just don't care. Some people I might annoy. <laughs> like if you're really obsessive about like, this is the new segment. Why are you talking about? But honestly, I think it makes for more fun. Do we even show. call it the new segment anymore? It's called Jordan's time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> JT. Yeah. We call sure. it JT. We try not to interrupt you, Do we but we probably the... will. Well, he gets so, speaking of the person that gets annoyed for going off track, this guy over uh, here, Jordan. Do we even use the music anymore to go in between? Yeah. To yeah, the music. Yes, I like don't even hear it anymore. Uh, you want me to? Because Jordan's focused. I know. Jordan, I'm like ready. This, this is what we use. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Ooh, I, don't, I see. I don't is. even hear it anymore. <laughs> you know how like uh, like when you're a professional football player and you just don't even hear the crowd anymore. Did you just focus? Yeah. yeah. It's like what is that? The greatest game ever played? Yeah. Where he, like just, looks down oh, the yeah. line. Yeah, and no oh, yeah. one's. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just and everything just disappears. Just in the zone. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, he's just in the zone. Yeah. I remember when uh, when we had Larry Herb on the show a week before the show. We were in the middle of our broadcast mm-hmm. and our episode, and David's computer that was running Update. it in that small little room ran all its updates, and the, sh- the stream shut down for, what, a good hour? Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, okay, let's not have that happen when yeah, we got that. that. So we, I believe we had, so for those of you who haven't been around that long, Major Nelson is episode 58 
I want to say it's 58. It might be 56. Major Nelson was on our show. So go go definitely check that one out. It's it's actually really a pretty good interview. Uh, however, we I think we had him. We interviewed him at 7 a.m. in the morning our time. Yeah, it was early. Yeah. And we were so nervous that something would go wrong that we we I think you guys arrived at 6 a.m. at my house. Yeah. And yeah. we like. We, okay, is this set up? Okay, we got back up. Okay, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And we were so nervous. I think, at least I know I personally was yeah. so nervous. I mean, that's our first. That was our first big interview. He's a he's a big deal. Big deal. Uh, he was very gracious to us. He's he had no business. We had no business having him on our show at that point. Honestly, when you look back at it, I don't know. Uh, Rob G actually in the community really worked hard to get us that interview. Yeah. Big shout out to Rob G. Thank you very much. That was fantastic. He was a very nice guy. He was awesome. Yeah, he was really he cool. He was a really nice guy. So uh, yeah, yeah. that's that's a big moment. We also had uh, another one was we had Gareth Coker on, the composer oh, yeah. of Ori and the Blind Forest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gareth Who Coker, at the yeah. time, this was like, I mean, we remember Ori and the Blind Forest was nothing when it came out. It came out of nowhere. At the time, this was his first break. Now he's like, you follow him on Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's huge. He has all this influence in, uh, you know, gaming music and stuff like that. But at the time, he... he he was just this brand new, fresh, fresh dude. Came on our show. Yep. Enjoyed it. A British guy that loves Madden. Also a very nice guy. Also super nice. Uh, I feel like interviews now, we haven't done an interview for a while. Maybe we should try to get one, but I feel like we'd be a lot. I don't, I would not feel, if if Major Nelson were to come on our show today, I would be super stoked, but I would not be nearly as nervous no, as, I we, would. as we, as I There was. are very few people in the world that would make me nervous. He would be one of them. I feel Spencer would make me nervous. Phil but, Spencer would Well, be. just because I, I don't know, I talked to him in person. I have too, but <laughs> still, the man smells like a million dollars. Yeah, we got to, just to clarify, we, we, we when we were at FanFest, there was a line to meet him and Mark and no, I stood Jordan, in line. you don't so. have to lie. He joined us in our hotel room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We hung yeah. out in the hot. Hot tub. Yeah. There are people. Talk order, games. Yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. We rode those lime Let me scooters. Tell you, you think uh, Phil Spencer on stage uh, at E3 uh, is attractive? Uh, Phil Spencer at E3 in our hotel in a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. <laughs> uh, it might not be the Phil Spencer you see on TV, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of questions talking about memories. One of uh, one of our funnest memories. Uh, bef- we'll, we'll get to those questions later, but I'll forget about it. So I want to talk about it. I now. have some that I just remembered too yeah. that I don't want to forget. Uh, was this last E3? We were in a very nice hotel. It was we got a good deal. It wasn't that we had lots of money or anything. It was that we got a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. And we wanted Tommy Burger. Tommy Burger, if you've been to Los Angeles, it's a great yeah. place to be. We ordered it to our room. We've talked about this before, but uh, I was exhausted, and it was after midnight. <laughs> and a Tommy Burger is a chili burger, but it's like the it messy, is, sloppiest, it's most the glorious, greasiest yeah. chili burger you've ever had, and it's so good. So good. It looks disgusting, but man, that thing tastes good. <laughs> yeah. It smells good. So good. Anyways... In a hotel, your sheets are completely white because the and these ones were like clean, pure white, pristine, and uh, they washed them. I was just laying in bed, my white sheets laying down, laying down, going to town. You were face forward, like face down, (laughs) my stomach (laughs) on your stomach, using the pillow to hold me up, (laughs) going to town on that burger. Uh, I can. The burger gets all over the place, so. uh, could you imagine oh. just cleaning up after that? Like if the maid comes in, the maid doesn't know what that's chilly. Yeah. Happened. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh. it's so good. Yeah, so good. I remember. So we have this. Before I set this, uh, right now I have this like little desk that holds all our mixer and audio equipment and stuff. 
before we had that, I used to bring everything and set it up manually on the table that we're on right here. And I remember when I was walking across, the stream was live. Oh, <laughs> and oh I yeah. was We actually have that. I, that was on our 24-hour stream this did last we, week. Did we clip it? Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's clipped. Oh, we should clip that. Clip it. Yeah, we should clip that. There, there, that was one of the hardware problems. I was walking across it, and I tripped. And the whole front of my PC was yanked off. It was this guy right here, completely yanked <laughs> off. All the wires were all exposed and everything. I had never seen. I built that thing, and I had never seen that side of that PC. Did and the stream was still running, and everything still ran. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. It was crazy. And then uh, my can't when my camera yeah, fell. Yeah, that's the one like that I, that's the one that played this week. That's what I was oh, gonna tell you, because it just goes. <laughs> Slow motion. It's oh, great. It's great, man. That's when uh, we went to uh, permacams. That's when like we screwed into the I, desk. Cannot move that week. That week, I got a tripod that I just screwed down with screws onto oh, my yeah. desk. Uh, anyways, three hundred. We'll, we'll have lots of time to reminisce uh, towards the end of the show. Let's get to some house items here. We do have a community play tomorrow. It is PUBG. Jordan's been testing mm -hmm. it out, mm -hmm. making sure everything's running. Running. The wheels are turning. This. PUBG, this community play, starts at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific. Come join us. Now, we can all get in one server and uh, private mm -hmm. server and go. If anyone has any questions about this community play, just jump into Discord. We, yep. we monitor Discord. Just the general chat is where we'll be. Uh, we monitor it while we're going. It's going to be a blast. We always play for about two hours for the community play. So, so jump in. Join us for that. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And then also, don't forget, uh, in honor of our 300th episode, we are doing a Barbershop cast tomorrow. Uh, if, if you're listening to this after the Barbershop cast has happened, you can head over to YouTube and check it out. It is one of the coolest episodes. It's one of our most requested episodes. We did it for our five-year anniversary. It's just fun. It just has this atmosphere. We're getting haircuts. Uh, the barber's mic'd up. We're mic'd up. Uh, it's just it's Super cool. chill and casual. It's and very casual. We just talk about anything. So come join us. How will chat be handled for the community play? Cam chefs, that depends on how many people show up. Now, does PUBG have... I, I haven't played PUBG in a while. Does PUBG have in-game chat, like uh, proximity? Not, not when you're... Well, maybe proximity chat, but when you're playing, like if you're not on a team, it doesn't have chat, right? Yeah. Uh, if Depending on how many people come, we'll do Xbox Party chat to start. And if there's more than Xbox Party chat allows, which there was last time, then we'll just jump over into Discord. Discord or in-game, depending on how in-game... Because in-game proximity would be fun. But Discord is where because if you could do in-game proximity well, the and then in the with, lobby, with, everyone could. The talk, problem with in-game proximity is it you know it might get lonely because you know like oh yeah yeah you know just, I just hide in a building until that's the true. ring goes all the way down and then, so I just <laughs> who am I gonna talk to? Hey, you, you get right? pretty far. Yeah. 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 Anyways, come join us. We are kind of hitting this. I hope on the next system they up the party chat. Uh, I know very few people. Uh, know it or utilize that many but we but definitely we are one of those few people that feature i definitely. mean well, i'll say it later gamer club <laughs> gamer club guys our gamer club game for february is a plague tale innocence you've got basically the weekend i mean i know one march, more day i know march 1st you is literally sunday. have is march to, no, sunday? tomorrow tomorrow is the last day, day. yeah so yeah so march 1st is sunday so tomorrow's the last day I'm going to be one of the ones trying to hammer it out. I'm going to finish uh, it tonight. I'm on chapter I, I, You know 14. how I approached it? I approached it wrong. I was like, okay, I'm going to knock this out. It's about a 10-hour game, a 15-hour game. I can knock this out in chunks. No, I think next month I'm going to treat it like 20 minutes every, every Tuesday. Day. 20 minutes every day, you know, over time. Anyways. Hey, uh, what is next month, David? I got it. Next <laughs> month is March. And we've got a new Gamer Club game. 
the Gamer Club game for March. Now, this is a Game Pass game. Well, I'm trying to pick games that are doable that you don't have to dedicate thousands of hours to. It is. Uh, can we get drum roll? Drum roll? Something? Uh, you should have asked music? that before. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I can. Give Teaser. me one sec. Teaser. Uh, 300 episodes, and he still I got the next He best still thing. can't get my cue. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> there it is. Else, but, uh, <laughs> the best first drum roll I got this um, Oh, is da- he's still waiting? You're still waiting. Yeah, okay, I'm just oh, gonna pull I it still, up. Was I still waiting? Oh, oh no, you no, didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was. I was. Well, he did it, and then you. Oh, oh, oh waited. It was just that. Okay, can you do that one again? But that was like a joke one. No, this is a joke one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't know where it is. Okay, no, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You, did, you, you didn't put it on the show notes. Damn it. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> For March, everybody, our game club for March. Now, game for those of you that don't know what game club is, game club is we all, as a community, go through and beat a game. We talk about it in Discord, in a game club channel. Uh, we don't do any spoilers, so you can, like, cover up the spoilers. It's great. The game club conversations have actually been very high quality, very good stuff. We're actually probably going to add a feature to game club this month where, at the end of the month, uh, we give everybody an opportunity to leave their reviews, leave their thoughts on the game. Uh, we didn't do that. This month was our first month. This month was a plague tale innocence. The community overall really enjoyed it. Dude, it matches up. Yeah, it does. It yeah. was hilarious. But for March... I'm sure our, glad I got a minute-long drum yeah, roll. Oh, yeah. For March, our game <laughs> club game is Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. All right. Yes. Side-scroller. It's a platform game. It's a Castlevania Metroid <laughs> Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. It has, I think I've played this. It already. has very high reviews. If yeah. you've already played it, join us. Play it, play it again. Uh, I'm very excited. This game, uh, it looks like it's about a 15-hour game for the average average player. Uh, if you're trying to do, average you're trying to do all the quests, it jumps up to about 20 hours. But it's a very doable game. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. It is a platformer. Download it. Sunday night starts. Uh, this is March. Every week we're going to talk about this game. February was our first game club, so it was our first experience doing the game club. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't talk about the game as much in between. This month we're going to talk about it. So try to get a decent way in every week, or just play it every week, so that you know a little bit about what we're talking about. Uh, so there's no spoilers. But come join us, Discord, uh, X One Bros Discord. Just go to X One Bros Hit the Discord button, and then there's a game club there. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. I'm very excited for this. I haven't played a platformer in forever. I haven't played a Castlevania Metroid platformer since Castlevania and mm. Metroid. So this is going to be basically like a new experience for me. Well, good. Can't wait. Uh, any tips from our resident uh, platformer, Castlevania Metroid? How do you treat how do you treat these 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 uh, types of screen games? Screen by screen. Screen by screen. This is going to be one that's a screen by screen game. So mm-hmm. just to patience, take your time, relax, enjoy the journey. It's not about the destination; it's about playing each one. The and- artwork in this game is beautiful. The music is is on point. So I'm very excited. Uh, very excited for this. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Psychotic says we talked about it a lot. You were the only one who rarely joined the convo. I was reading it, man. I was reading it, reading it. It was good, good stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, and then people were joking with me, like trying to spoil stuff, and I'd click on it, and it was a total joke. Yeah, those are funny. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Those black bars. Are you yeah. talking about the Discord conversation, Discord conversation about the last about, game that we yeah, played? About, uh, okay. Tell Plague Innocence, uh, and that uh, that brings us to. The Series X, there was features that were announced uh, yeah. this week. Phil Spencer actually wrote an article uh, called "What Can You Can What Can You What You Can Expect from the Next Generation of Gaming." A lot of great stuff in here. Let's go over it and let's just talk about it. Maybe we'll review it uh, each point, and then as we go through each point, we can share some thoughts on it. 
overall, we have a lot to be excited for yeah. about the uh, X, the Xbox Series X that's coming out. It's good stuff. Head over to Xbox Newswire, I believe, or Xbox News. I don't know. Whatever. Just head over, just search it, and you'll find it if you want to want to look it up. Uh, Phil Spencer really focuses on superior balance, power, and speed. Uh, but on to, over that, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of features that are coming that we didn't know were coming. But let's just start with power. Spicy, why don't we talk about the custom processor, 12 teraflops. Uh, the GPU has been compared in this to a 280 Super, GTX uh, 2080 Super. That's that's big boy. That yeah, is big, big boy, boy. Yeah, especially for, sure. for what the price we're going to get here. Uh, thoughts on thoughts on the GPU and the power. Let's start with the power. Spicy, you like power. I do like power. Um, so let me give like kind of an outline. Yeah. So from the original Xbox, it is eight times the power. From the current Xbox right now, it's four times the power. From the Xbox uh, Scorpio or X edition, right, it is doubled the power. So that will kind of give you an idea. Yeah. It's it's a next. It really is a next generation mm-hmm. jump. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger jump than the Xbox 360 to the original Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and that's just speaking the actual raw power numbers. Now keep in mind that Microsoft, uh, when we go through all the things we're about to talk about, they I think they do more than just hardware power. Mm-hmm. They utilize the software side of things to add to the hardware. Exactly. And everything is cu- and th- come on. Everything in here is custom. Yes. So it's not like, oh, that's a standard AMD processor. Like, this is what it's... No, 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 no. Well, do you want to hear something very interesting? So yeah. when this came out, it was all the rage, right? Everybody all the rage. Yeah, this week it was I, I like to listen to Digital Foundry because I feel like they have... I really like yeah, those they, guys they just said they have really honest opinions and they know what they're talking about. They talked about this and they made the comment that some of the features in this Xbox uh, are not yet available on PC. F- features and, like, hardware specifics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you know what they said? What once they said? Um, it was it was something to do with uh, it was it was AMD stuff. It was like the Zen two, the RDNA two stuff. So I don't <laughs> oh, know so exactly what I don't things? I don't I don't know exactly. I don't want to say exactly what they what okay. it was because I don't remember because I don't want to say the wrong thing. But some of the feature they or were some of the because I yeah. did I did I didn't see the video but I saw the headlines and they were impressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to say it's not coming to PC, but as of right now, they're just basically this box is set up for. Yeah, the long haul. So, right. so spicy. Let's review the power. The power. I mean, well, the power is the raw power. Just, it's just straightforward. It's 12, 12 teraflops of of raw power, essentially, yeah. right? So, that means it's doubled what we have in the Scorpio edition right now. That it, you, you know, they set it to the twenty eighty super is what you said it's compared to as far as the yeah. graphics side of things. That is just you know black and white. That's just how it is. What I actually really like, and what's interesting, is kind of the the software additional hardware acceleration kind of things that they're adding into it. Um, for example, they're adding variable rate shading. They call it VRS, mm. which is utilizing the GPU in a different way. I actually kind of think this is kind of a ray tracing for... F- for Frame rates. F- for pixel creation. Interesting, interesting. Um, it's like ray tracing... For pixels. For pixels, okay. Well, um, see, well, how ray tracing works. Ray tracing is interesting. And I, I in this article, they mentioned several times that it's hardware-accelerated ray tracing, which it has to be, just by the nature of the technology, right? Mm. So how ray tracing works is, without ray tracing, light 
is shown everywhere. Like, let's say you have this game world, and you have light shining from a light source, a sun, a lamp, a fire, whatever it is. It is being projected everywhere, and it takes that much horsepower to project it all over. Ray tracing is it's taking all that calculations of reflections and everything from a specific point, which is what you're looking at. Sure. And so... It, it adds a lot of efficiency to the hardware, which as a result enables you can do more the things. game to really bump up Correct. graphics as concerned to light. Okay. So variable rate. <laughs> well, that's really nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> Basically it looks freaking awesome. Basically it looks really cool. So variable rate shading, they call it VRS. Um, this is what they say. Rather than spending GPU cycles uniformly to every single pixel on the screen, they can prioritize individual effects on specific game characters or environmental objects. Dude. And it's a, it's a technique. So they say this technique results in more stable frame rates, higher resolution. It's basically, basically adding efficiency to pixel generations for the GPU. So, you, so I kind of consider this kind of a slightly kind of a ray tracing kind of Yeah, remember the, the, and Jordan always talks about this, but the demonstration on Geralt's hair for The Witcher the NVIDIA yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, where they press the button and everything chugs. Yeah. This is going to be like that where like if I'm looking at this environmental <laughs> object, like let's just say tree, right? Blowing. Because I'm looking at it, they'll be able to just take the graphics, the physics, the realism. That's what it sounds like. And just well crank it up. Yeah, because some things don't matter. Uh, when you're looking at a when you're looking yeah. at a thing like let's say the, like the, background, the background the background wouldn't matter in that so case what they what they can do is basically prioritize horsepower Dude, to where it so needs cool. to go mm -hmm. which is the same thing as ray tracing where it adds efficiency to what you're looking at so and so you can do more things so the TLDR the summary of what I'm saying is uh, variable rate shading the VRS is going to add a lot of power that originally was not there before, but now is there because of how they're doing the yeah. software and how they're doing all that stuff, right? So Dude, super cool. Well, that's one of the things um, I like. And then, of course, you know, speaking of ray tracing, they call it hardware accelerated DirectX ray tracing, which it has to be hardware. That's how ray tracing works. So ray, that's really super cool. Anyways, yeah, ray, tra ray tracing is going to be a big game changer. I mean, if anybody hasn't, just go look up the Minecraft video of ray tracing. Right now, you can do it on really high-end computers, but we're going to have that on our console, and that's very exciting. Uh, for I mean, for realism in game worlds, it's mm -hmm. super exciting. Uh, Jordan, anything that really stand out to you uh, in in the features that Phil Spencer talked about and announced? What What really stood out to you? Um, I'm actually interested in the uh, dynamic latency input. Okay, which yeah, is, this was uh, interesting. Yeah, which is... Uh, here, I'll just read it. We're optimizing latency in the player to console pipeline, starting with our Xbox wireless controller, which leverages our high bandwidth proprietary wireless communication protocol when connected to consoles. And that's just a fancy way of saying we use 2.4. <laughs> 2.4 gigahertz. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. That, that you can't see. That's, yeah. that's hidden. So, that's an SSID that's uh, hidden. With dynamic latency input, or DLI, a new feature which synchronizes input immediately with what is displayed. See. Controllers are even more precise and responsive. So, a lot of, like, for example, a lot of the times when you see people, like, uh, if you're playing at a tournament or something like that, let's, let's take games like Halo or, or Gears of War when they're playing from the console, you always see them plugged in, right? Because... When you're plugged in via a cable, as opposed to wireless, you you have faster. It's less yeah. latency, right? Yeah. So it's uh, it's just. I mean, it's it, it may not be something most people notice, right? I mean, I'm to be honest with you, I may not even notice, but I just think it's a cool and interesting. 
But can I talk about this for a little bit? Because mm-hmm. I actually have questions on how this works. So what they're saying, it's called dynamic latency input. They're calling it DLI. Mm-hmm. They are synchronizing the input from the display on the TV mm-hmm. to the controller. And I can, my brain cannot wrap around how, why they are doing that. Shouldn't you try to have it be the least latent? Like, shouldn't you always try to have a zero millisecond delay on any input device? Well, I think the way they're doing, I think it's just it may be just worded weird, but I mean we're optimizing latency to the from to the in the player yeah. to console pipeline, right? Well, so I mean, it's like, that probably it, is the lowest latency path, right? My brain is saying, okay, it's v, it's VSync mm-hmm. for input devices. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm doing. But I mean, I, I've I've read some things on. Just how just how fast your brain can recognize objects and things like that, and there, from what I understand, the human average is around forty milliseconds from something to happen to your brain to through your eyes for your brain registering it. So you're already at a forty millisecond delay mm-hmm. just by how you look at things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, shouldn't I mean? Granted, I know that I know that we have the HDMI two innovation that we're going to talk about next. Mm-hmm. Where that talks about input delay and how that how that's working, um, but I always maybe they're just wording it in a way. Maybe there's a special thing that automates something like that because in my mind, you should always be trying to get the lowest latency possible on any input device. Yes, which is what this is doing. Well, it's, it's well, just I think the way it's worded, I think Spicy is translating it as it's mimicking. No latency. Which how it's could fa- it's it either has it a time actually doing yeah. latency? But, yeah, because you have you have the TV display. Yes, and you have the console sh- projecting to the TV display, mm-hmm. and from the console you have the controller talking to the console, which is talking to the TV display. Each one of those things has a delay, yes. right? So, I mean, I think I think I think I think it is just this there. is. They're just talking about the technology behind decreasing latency, but I'm sure we'll get more like specifics on how it works. Well, what I took from it, because you're right, you have point A to point B, which is console to, TV. or sorry, controller to console, and yeah, then console, 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 and then you know point B to point C, which is console to TV. Right? How I took it is they have their new proprietary connection or yeah, whatever, they, right? Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that lowers A to B, B to C. You know what I mean? Like it's it's quicker, right? So, well, you know but why I mean? sync it? Why why is the sync important? I know that it's important for latency with the projection mm-hmm. of the TV, which is what they bring up when they're talking about, or Phil Spencer brings up, sorry, they. Yeah. Uh, HDMI 2.1 innovation where they have the variable refresh rate VRR and ALLM. Okay, so the auto low latency mode, which that's their innovation to automate the lowest latency from the TV to the console. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Correct. which you can do now, by the way, you just have to go into the manually into your TV and yeah. turn off all the hardware acceleration, all, mm-hmm. all that stuff and make it so your TV has the lowest input delay possible. I like this because it it makes it so you don't have to do that. Right. Yeah. 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 But that's it that's, automatically. But, detects it. but the input sync that what they're calling the dynamic latency input sync with the controller to the to the TV that confuses me. I don't know how it exactly. Well, works. that's why I'm interested in it because yeah. I don't know how it works either. Well, I mean, no, I don't. Yeah, well, they not explained it. But but basically how basically how I take it is they're lower. They're trying to lower the latency between the input and the end result, right? Yeah, yeah you yeah. know. But so yeah, this is the one where I said on my notes, "What does this mean? Yeah, <laughs> what does that mean? Because so, you should well, always whenever, just go for the lowest latency input on anything." Yeah. 
Well, which is, I'm sure, what they're doing. Well, it sounds like we're getting that. I think this is probably the technology that they've created to do that. To make yeah. it zero, basically? Is yeah, that, they're okay. trying to explain or it. Or maybe you will And won. the only way to explain it is... They have to call it something, is, I guess? Yeah. To confuse us. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Yeah. Well, see, maybe their proprietary wireless communication protocol <laughs> will now not just be 2.4. I think Brewster <laughs> had a hilarious yeah. comment. He said, uh, just make sure it's on channel three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is important uh, stuff. This is really important uh, stuff. So. I really want to talk about quick resume. Quick resume is something that really stood out to me. So in the on the Series X... Uh, right now, you can, in a game, hit the home button, back out to the menu, mm-hmm. uh, do some stuff, and then hit the home button and jump back into your game. And your game is basically paused. It's paused there uh, you know, in, indefinitely, and you can just pick up where you left off. Uh-huh. With the new quick resume in this, in the Series X, you can do that now for multiple games, which is crazy cool. So you could have up three different games. I could be playing Madden, Witcher, and, I don't know, Bloodstained. Yeah, and just jump right back mm. in and take pick up right where I left off. Instant instant load, quick resume. You don't have to load up the game. It's not loading through the through the menu or anything. You're just right where you were, as if you just hit the pause button and came back. Mm-hmm. Very cool stuff. I like. Yeah, that. Yeah, I think that comes from the M.2 hardware stuff. Yeah, with, with the speed because they're treating basically RAM as hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how before you would do it. You would put you know anything in your flash memory. That's how it would remember where it was at. But now that I Oh, no, no, sorry. Oh, okay. You're confusing me. You're pointing around. Um, no, I think that that is how we're, they are attaining multiple ways to do that. Uh, because if it was just on the, like, let's say that they have it on their RAM that they're that it just has ready access memory, right? Yeah. So, just right there, you could you're only limited to how much RAM is in the in, in the device. But if you make it so the, the hard drives on there are just as fast as the RAM is, then you could do that with multiple. You know, software. Multiple games, yeah. 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 And I don't know In what the limit... Case. It doesn't say that there's a limit. It just says multiple games. So... Well, that, if the games are on the hard drive and the speed is as fast as RAM... That's why my that's how I'm thinking yeah. that it's that fast. Yeah. Right? Very so. cool. I think that's a very cool feature. A little bit understated. That's that's kind of like a nice quality of life feature, right? That's like air conditioning in your car. It's just nice. <laughs> yeah. I like that, though. There's other things that they talked about um, that I want to bring up, which... They had to talk about it because of the nature of how gaming is where gaming is going with yeah. with uh, with Xbox Game Pass. They they're calling this new technology smart delivery. Oh mm-hmm. yes. So because you now have devices that are old and devices that are new, you have to deal with games that are optimized for each device that is released. Mm-hmm. And so they're coming out with they're they're calling it. The smart delivery technology, mm-hmm. which in in my brain, it's just basically saying if you have hardware A, you get software A. Yeah. If you have hardware B, you get software B. Exactly. Yes. But they had to name it something and they had to talk about it because we never had something like this before. We did sort of. Well, we've never had cross-generational new platforms. That are meant to continue working. We've yeah. had... Like, I have, I don't even know how many Grand Theft Auto games on my Steam account, but I can't play half of them because they're all from Windows XP or earlier, yeah, yeah. right? So you they had to name it something, and they're, this is their technology to make it go forward in a workable manner. And it makes it so you don't have to, if you have the old, like, say, the original Xbox, mm-hmm. you don't have to download the 4K version. It's, it's the way or that 8K I think version. about it in my mind is, 
If I, like, it's like on a PC where you go in and you say, hey, I want I, maximized settings for my computer. This is automatically doing that for you, making sure that whatever device you're on, you are getting the optimum settings. You're getting the most out of your system for that particular game. It's interesting that they mentioned this, and they had to because I think they're prepping for developers that don't utilize this. Yeah. Because they make it very clear it's that... It's all on the developer's side. Yes, they make it very clear that anything that Microsoft and their 15 studios have produced, it's going to have the smart delivery technology, whereas... Yeah. We hope, you know, we hope our developers use it, but they don't have to kind of a thing, yeah. right? Which is the mistake Google made when they came out with, with uh, everything's going to be 4K, it's going to be awesome. And then the developers didn't come out with 4K optimization yeah. of their games. Correct. And then Google got bit in the butt. You know well, what I mean? So Microsoft learned from last generation. They really yeah, did. They did. This and is so it in practice. They named it smart delivery. And that's what that means. You don't, you're not going to have to download more game than you're you know, your hardware is going to be able to, you know, handle. Right? Yeah. So. Uh, and then last but last but not least, one of the things, obviously one of the big highlights, which uh, we already knew about, but he just reemphasized this is 120 frames per second support. Uh, the Xbox Series X will allow developers to exceed the standard 60 frames per second output in favor of heightened re realism of fast paced action. We obviously are going to have a launch title of Forza Motorsport. I think Photo Forza Motorsport is going to be the game that they choose to highlight i mean you're going to highlight everything you're going to highlight ray tracing mm -hmm. you know you're going to highlight this hardware acceleration pixel hardware acceleration uh and you're going to highlight 120 frames per second with forza racing is just a natural place for that i'm very excited for forza motorsport mm -hmm. very excited 120 for, oh what a we are getting a next generation leap and it's very exciting mm -hmm. yeah now it's important to say that not that's not a standard that's a choice, no, no, of, yeah, the it's a choice of the developer. Yeah. Yeah, so, they get to choose. Because I, I the think, standard I think is going to be. I think the standard 60 sixty four yeah. K. I think yeah. it's going to be try to be your standard, standard right? Yeah. And then if the developer chooses, it'll probably be like what we have today. You can do like your sixty four K or one twenty, you know, fourteen forty or oh, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I mean, but. that's just how PC works too. Yeah. yeah, it's what your computer is basically capable of, and mm -hmm. and a lot of developers lock that down and. A lot of developers allow that to be unlocked, right? So, yeah. so the project Project Scorpio, uh, the, that's the Xbox, the Xbox X, no, one yes, X. Xbox One X. X. Yeah, that's the Xbox One X. Not Xbox to be confused X. with the Series X, X which the, is the Sex Edition. Yeah. This is the the latest. When it dropped, everyone was saying we were talking about this, and we get a lot of heat from PC gamers. But the, what's crazy about what Microsoft is doing with their hardware is they are taking. If you were to build an equivalent PC when Project Scorpio was being announced when it first dropped, you couldn't do it for the price that Microsoft was doing it for you via console. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's because of their custom chip, chips, yeah. their custom hardware. The same thing looks to be happening here with mm -hmm. this generation of console. And that is the first... The, these, these are the first two times in instance in which... You could say that you could not. You could still build a more powerful PC, but not for the price. Well, yeah. We look at my graphics card. I have a 2080 Ti, right, mm -hmm. which is similar to the power that we're going to be getting yeah. to, you know, with the new Xbox. That that graphics card cost me, I think, thirteen hundred US dollars. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That is not going to be what no. these Xboxes are. Let, cost. The high end. Uh, the high end. We don't know prices yet. The high end would be five ninety nine. Most likely, we're going to be seeing a four ninety nine price point. Yeah, I think four so. Four 
for, like Spicy said, an equivalent of just the GPU on his computer was $1,300. Like, this is the first time we're just seeing these jumps in technology and these jumps that Sony's doing, that Microsoft's doing, but particularly Microsoft here, where we are the best bang for your buck mm -hmm. is yeah. on a console. And with mouse and keyboard support... Why? Why not just be there? You know, obviously yeah. the, the 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 reason is if if the games aren't supported there, but increasingly they're taking away that mm -hmm. op not option, but that argument. When I think that's what when I made that comment about what Digital Foundry said earlier, yeah. right? I think that's what they were getting at as well, right? Because what Microsoft is doing right now, especially with these different tiers of Xboxes, these this cross generation, it's almost. It's almost innovative in a way, right? Because yeah. we've never seen this done before in the console space. Well, it's them, and what, like you said, with the price point and yeah. where you're, you know, what you're getting, it's quite, uh, it's quite fascinating. Well, it's them That's getting, cool. it's just yeah. them getting serious about it. Like Loyal Doyle in chat says, they can maximize it because it's controlled and it's all designed to only yeah. be used in one way. Which is Spicy's complaint about Call of Duty. How the hell <laughs> does Call of Duty? Not just work because they know exactly what's in my system. They know exactly yeah. what <laughs> hardware I have. Well, yeah. what's funny is we were talking about this too. Like, how did some of these things? Because they, whenever you release a patch to a console, any console, it goes through a certification to not hurt that box, right? How did, how did some of that pass certification? <laughs> yeah, right? I just, well, and I, I think that guy was new. It was his first day. Uh, it's called Duty. Day. Just let it out. Uh, how does we were it training happen? Rick. <laughs> yeah. Rick was on quality control. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, back to back to Microsoft and innovation and everything. And and I'm going to throw in Sony with this. The the fact that we're getting up to 8K hardware powered uh, devices is what's going to be pushing everything else around it. Gaming, yeah, television, gaming pushes technology forward and it always has mm -hmm. and it is exciting to be getting ray tracing to the masses. Mm -hmm. Um oh. variable refresh rates. Uh that's something that console players didn't necessarily we have a little bit of it but having that sync to a tv and a tv now going to be able to be pumping out oh. 120 frames per second mm -hmm. to the masses this is not just an expensive five thousand dollar tv you're getting this is the tvs that we're going to be getting going forward are going to be trying to adapt to what the power is available yeah. to it yeah. right so yeah. i mean when the when the original xbox one came out for 4, 4k there was like no 4K anything available. Yeah, it was hard. There to was find. like three videos on Netflix, and they were, and on one video on YouTube. That's and you because TV was trying to go 3D. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> Which was stupid. Well, what you what you notice? Games did not try to go 3D. Gamers overall, for the most part, with the exception of the 3DS. There's Killzone. With the exception of the 3DS, but that's not utilizing televisions. That yeah. was its own self-contained thing. Yeah, but games did push HDR. They did. Yeah. And, and HDR, look at what's everywhere. Yeah, so it's really, really cool to see just the the hardware pushing the masses again and pushing mm -hmm. things forward. And uh, it sucks that my eyesight's going, but yeah. <laughs> because I want to see all this in you know in real well, time. It's, but. it's it's well, I'm glad you said that, Mark. Because if you if you take a feature like HDMI 2.1, which they're talking about, right? Like at the launch of the console. I mean, I think this needs to be in there. But at the launch of the console, I don't think it's going to be a huge. Yeah, keep going. Talking point. I, because, like you said, right now, like, for example, what is it? ALLM, which is low latency mode. Yeah. Uh, or automatic low latency mode. I mean, how many TVs can you can you name off the top of your head that have that feature, right? Because yeah. you have to set it You have to, set you have it to on, go through so you have many. To set it, yeah, you yeah. have to set it on your mod. Like, right now, I don't have a TV that I use my, my uh, I use my, what is it, the... Not V-Sync, AMD's version. FreeSync, right? I have to enable it on my monitor and my Xbox, right? A lot of TVs don't do that, just being one feature, right? So, yeah. because... 
Xbox and probably PlayStation as well are going to be releasing with HDMI 2.1. I mean, like you said, it's going to push TVs to get there. And I'd love a TV that's yeah. all this week. You know what I mean? You can get there right now on TVs, but they're bloody expensive. Well, right? yeah, that's that's my point, right? Because I think I think only a select handful of people will be able to utilize that at launch at the end of this year. But as we go into next year, especially late next year, you're gonna have uh, you know TCL is gonna come out for fifty bucks, for, with yeah. all, you know, with whatever you know, buy you dinner. <laughs> yeah, with, with all these new features. You, you remember? Buy you, dinner. you remember when the TCL TVs came out and we're like, why? Why is it four K for four? And all you know, the and comments, like, why is it, yeah. On Amazon or what? Wait, what's the deal? Why yeah, is everybody, so cheap? everyone was really confused, right? So it's it's gonna be interesting to see that, right? It's very. I'm very excited. This this is a true generational leap. And I could, I could not be more excited. And the, the other thing that I'm excited for, and I'm going to be a little bit fanboysy here mm-hmm. because I do enjoy my Xbox. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is just crushing it. Microsoft, uh, just their strategy going forward, especially after reading, and I highly recommend this book, Console Wars. Reading Console Wars is a history of, of the fight between the different consoles going up, and it really culminates uh, in where we are today and why we're here today. And one of the things that it shows... Like you can see the parallels and you can see how different consoles took each other for granted and then ended up getting crushed. And I think Microsoft has been taken for granted. I think they're being taken for granted. But when you look at who is pushing the industry forward right now, Microsoft really is. They're the one jumping into subscription gaming. They're the one jumping in and pushing forward these different features that that have never been had before, uh, like cloud gaming. They're they're really ultimately pushing cloud gaming, and they're set up for cloud. Sony doesn't do cloud. That's why Sony had to sign ink the deal with Microsoft Azure to 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 do cloud. They just don't do it. Microsoft does everything that Microsoft is pushing forward forward. They're leading. They're the gaming leading right now. And if you're if you're a Sony fanboy fan, that's not a knock on Sony. Sony has crushed it this generation. But who's pushing us forward, going forward? And that that is Microsoft right now. And mm-hmm. I just if if you're paying attention from an objective point of view, you've got to see that. I, I don't understand they rec- and, and it is about software. So it's gonna be about software, but They've they've purchased fifteen studios, right? Like what? uh, If that doesn't say, hey, we recognize that it is about the game to get us. That are all those studios are adding benefit to Game Pass to Game Pass, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's that's subscription based gaming. It is Netflix versus Amazon versus Disney. Microsoft is throwing down the gauntlet and saying, Mm -hmm. this is the way forward. We want to be on every device, every phone. But if you don't want to play on your phone, we have this amazing piece of hardware here. You can, can play it best right there. Best right here. No lag. Zero. Mm-hmm. And it, they're just crushing it. And and I think they're going to be, a this next generation, they're going to be a powerhouse to recognize. Now, I might eat my words. I might be wrong here. But from where I'm sitting today, with the knowledge that I have, with looking back at history, they're just set up. 70% of all PCs, of all computers in the world are Windows. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? That's a built-in that's an Xbox, Xbox platform. That's yep. an Xbox platform right there. Who else is set up that way? Who? It's built into the Windows operating system. Yeah. Xbox right there. Party Chat right there. Press Game Windows Pass, G right yeah. there. <laughs> if you press Windows G, it'll bring up the game screen. And it's fully customizable. Uh, it is. They have this built-in event that I just don't. I don't see. I just don't see. Uh, they're built. They're built for success. If they continue to make correct decisions, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Well, and they're hitting all the talking points. 
four generations of gaming, all backward compatible. Oh yeah, that, they, they mentioned that in the article too. Which, yeah. by the way, I think is very smart because you, I think you're going to get a lot more people on day one jumping to the new console because of that reason, right? Um, at a certain point, when you get a huge, li- remember the Xbox One. When we first got it, you're kind of limited to your library. Yeah, right? nobody, you know, yeah, and, and, nobody and pe- had that. People wait, right? People like, oh, I'll wait a year for more games to come out, right? But because of that feature, I think you're going to get more people jumping. Regardless, one, it's right? a very exciting time for gaming. Very excited time. And I'm just... Uh <laughs> I'm just, I'm just super stoked. And super I thought, uh, I just want to say this one yep. last thing. I thought this what comment was in there on purpose because of how the last generation launched. But they did, as one of their bullet points, say a generation with with players at the center. Oh yeah, very yeah. specifically. That's the opposite Not, of saying we want movies on our box in every room. Yeah, we're building a media center. Yeah, which I I get what they were. They wanted it to be the all in one box. Well, right? if you look but at it, if you look at it, what the, use what, that as a secondary. Yeah, feature, well, if you look you know at I mean? it, yeah. really, what that was at the at the very beginning is what they're doing today in saying we want gaming on every device, which is kind of what they were trying to do. We want this gaming device in every room, but they approached it as a media device yeah. instead of instead of a yeah. You know, it's it's just. Which, just when we, I hope they show a reveal at E3 and we actually get to see the back of the box because there was, do you guys remember that leak a, a week or so ago, a couple weeks ago when the Twitter guy, we don't Twitter know. Roddy. Twitter Roddy. Twitter Roddy. Twitter guy. He supposedly, uh, I mean, he took a picture, but it was a dev kit of the yeah, Xbox yeah, yeah. and it was on the back. There was only one HDMI port. So the question is, are they getting rid of that pass through that they now have? Or is that just because it's a dev kit type thing? I would you know be what curious I mean? at so. what percentage of users use that pass through. You see, and that's why I wonder. So it's going to be really interesting. I use the pass through, but it's for a very specific niche purpose that nobody else would use. Yeah. Porn? S- streaming PlayStation. I, I believe it's porn. <laughs> yeah. I believe, I believe it's porn, porn. So you can game while porning? Yeah. Box porn. I, hey. <laughs> I don't just watch porn. I watch positive porn. Yeah. He watches the world's We're most powerful po- porn. Positive gaming, positive porn. It's a thing. Yeah. When they got rid of that picture in picture, you had to figure <laughs> something out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh. No. Yeah, I just I, I, I doubt very many people use that that. I, I know well. a few people streaming? that do that for what? streaming. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's gonna be interesting to see if they keep that or not. So. Yeah. It is gonna be interesting. That. Brings us to the next portion of our show. This is the news segment. We basically covered the biggest news segment. So this is Jordan. Yes. Wiping up, cleaning up. Uh, <laughs> wiping, wiping up. up. This is Jordan wiping, wiping up. Now, there's some big Neverwinter news. The Infernal Descent trailer The Infernal dropped. Descent. Yes. It, the trailer didn't just drop. Oh. The game dropped. Oh, the whole game. Yeah, so the new, the new Neverwinter Infernal Descent DLC is now available. Uh, let's just run through the features real quick. So it's got a... It's called a Baldur's Gate story, right? Yeah. So it's the Baldur's Gate descent into Avernus campaign. Yeah, uh, it's got some. Uh, I'm just gonna go through the bullet point features, right? Go so ahead. it's got the Valenhas Estate Adventure Zone. It's okay. got Player House in Need of Story Instance, the Last Bastion Story Instance, and the Infernal Citadel Dungeon. Um, it came out on the PC about a month ago. It is now available for the consoles. So. Uh, from what I heard, I haven't played Neverwinter in a little while, but from what I've heard, I mean the trailer pretty, does look cool. You know, and, and it's a pretty hefty update. I'll like, tell you what's, it's very, uh, what's very, very cool is we're getting more and more MMOs on Xbox. In fact, this week the Blessed Unleashed Early Edition, early early edition, early early edition, yeah, the did drop. other early edition comes out next we're week. Job, you're <laughs> dropping into that next week, but yes, the second early edition. But it's just it's just we never had MMOs on on consoles before this generation, and now we're getting more and more and more. It's it's exciting times for MMOs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Besides the fact that I think the MMO genre. I was actually just about to say. I was just about to say. I was actually just about to say. Remember a couple weeks ago when you said it's archaic? Oh yeah. The model is archaic. I think they're dying. They're dead. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? As they're releasing no good one anymore. Insurgency. All right, my favorite news story of the week. Yeah. Insurgency Sandstorm. This is a. Let's say a hardcore first-person shooter. Oh, yeah. Uh, it has been on the PC for quite a while. At PAX East, they did confirm that it's coming to the console. It is coming in August. I believe it's August 25th. And, uh, Mark, I believe this is a game that you can get into. Very, oh, wow. very tactical shooter. Very hardcore yeah, was- shooter. Um, you'll see when they kind of start showing gameplay and stuff. It, it's, it's it has a very really- C- CSGO feel to it. Yeah, very CSGO feel to it, but... Uh, a, that looks really good. Yeah, a, a, I, I want to say, I feel like hardcore is kind of the best hardcore word I can use. Hardcore competitive shooter. There you go. I feel like that's that, exactly that's what it okay. is. That, that, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying it. But very exciting. I'm super excited for this one. I watch a lot of people play it on the PC. I think it's a super fun game, and I'm excited that it's coming to the console. It's coming out on August 25th this year. I don't think it's quite, it is, uh, Stuart in chat says it's a Rainbow Six type. I agree with that. Uh, Rainbow Six less slow pace this is much more so if you combine rainbow six and call of duty this is what you're getting right here i think that that's that's an apt description but i like Stuart, the because it has that tactical it has that yeah. that hardcoreness. i don't want to say like yeah but it, it's more of a hard it's not like an arcadey shooter you yeah, know what i mean it's a little bit more very cool looking. Yeah. Very and then intense. speaking of uh games that are arcadey and fun and just throw whatever they want into Dude, their game where you can lock dinosaurs and or your people Humans in cages. Yeah, you can lock whatever you want. Whatever in you want. Mark in cages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you could open. You could open a gate and get eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex, Ooh. and that is correct. We are talking about Ark Genesis Survival Evolved. They came out with Genesis Part One expansion yes. pack. They revealed the trailer, new biomes, new features, uh, crazy new monsters that eat bananas and get ginormous. Dude, they they're not gin- quite bananas, but they eat they something. Get ginormous bananas. Yeah, they eat, they eat stuff. Ark. This game has changed so much. Yeah, do you remember when we it first jumped in? It needed to. Yeah, the yeah. UI was awful. Yeah, <laughs> but look at it. It is... Dude, look at those people running! Avalanche, Run! watch this guy. This guy eats like a banana. And it's, then, like a, whoa! it's like a gremlin. Yeah. Just a gremlin. Yeah. He gremlified. Yeah, don't he, keep him out. He's also you know, got four rules. Yeah, well, he ate a weird banana I thing. I guess he has four arms, too. I guess if you have four arms, you'd not, by nature have four pectorials. Which very, would, you know, very cool nipples. stuff. A lot of new features coming with this. Arc Genesis Part 1, and it is, guess what, available now. Ooh. Right there on the Xbox. Also available now. We're going to talk a little Star Wars. Oh, talk dirty. They dirty. came out with a new update this week. Oh, uh, this is Battlefront? Uh, Battlefront, yeah. So, sorry, we're talking about Star Wars Battlefront. Age of Rebellion. So, what they did is they added a bunch of maps for the co-op mode, which is great. Uh, they added two new heroes. Mm-hmm. One of them is the Imperial... I forget what they call them. The Imperial something. But it's basically a dual-wielding Imperial healer that has a lot of cool features. But the big one. We'll what jump is- over there. We're not trying to play favorites, but there is a favorite. And that's the Ewok. Ewok. You can yes. now play an Ewok. <laughs> he has a he has a horn. He blows his horn. He shoots his bow and arrow. His bow and arrow can auto target, or you can uh, manually aim it, which is pretty cool. And uh, it's hilarious because he's a freaking little teddy bear running around. Didn't Dude. they uh, rework Leia with this? Patch they also as well? they also balanced a lot of heroes, and they did rework Leia as well. Um, because I think as Leia Mark, sucked. yeah, I was gonna say that, as Mark puts it, it, she sucked. <laughs> So uh, well, she was she was basically the officer. What are you saying? She was basically the officer class, but not good. Yeah. <laughs> she, well, yeah. She was officer class without the officer weapons. So now this this may vary from person to person, but my personal favorite feature is this next one. Finally, after two years, 
They've added new weapons for the base yeah, classes. A new, a new, a new full, well, yeah, a tier new of full weapons, on yeah. weapon. So you know how you have four weapons in each class: uh, assault, heavy, officer, and specialist. We now have five weapons in each class: one for the assault, one for the officer, one for the heavy, and one for the specialist. Very cool. They look fun from what I can see. I've yet to play with them. Dude, look how beautiful this game is, though. It's it is awesome. a good looking game. So, it is a good looking game. Yeah, me and Jordan uh, and a couple members of the community have been getting into this game again. We've yeah. been playing it for the last, what, three, four, maybe yeah, a month Yeah, David installed it. We invited him last time, and he installed yeah, it. So. That's good you installed it. I it's a shame that when uh, you, you don't care about anyone else. I reply with a giant middle finger. <laughs> shame you don't care about anyone else but yourself. <laughs> but, uh, no, this game is good. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy this game a lot. What well, a shame that the launch was so well, crappy, right? But yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's put really, a bad taste in people's. It's mouth, really taking it's off good. everywhere. I know, uh, you know, more highlights are being clipped of this. I see this game everywhere. It's it's taken off, man. It's they, it's well deserved. They stuck with it, and I've been playing this game for the last month, and I'm really enjoying it. And I like that when I got back into it, then they come out with some reworks, some balance changes, yeah. and new characters and everything. So I can, I feel like I'm in the. In the zone, you yeah. know what I mean. Here is where gaming has has changed in this generation. If we were to see any change, I think this generation is this change. We are no longer at a point in time when a game launches. If it sucks, it forever sucks, right? Look at No Man's Sky. Even look at Destiny One compared to Destiny Two, or uh, an Anthem that's being reworked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's Battlefront that's that got reworked. We are we're at this point that if a developer has has the funds has the wherewithal and is committed if a game launches and there's criticism they address that criticism and the game improves if you want the game to be better stick with it I- express your opinion we we live in an age where where the walls have been broken down between gamers and developers and we now can 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 get the game that we want over time arc look at arc arc's that same same model it's just this generation i think showed that that that's probably the biggest gen- difference between this generation well, and last generation is that games I feel are like, now perpetual. I feel like in order for it to get you know resurrected in a sense, right? You need a good community manager or somebody that is on top of being transparent yeah. and telling the community what's up. What's interesting about I think this last week and I don't know if this is in your news Jordan, but I don't know his name, but he was the community manager he stepped in when the launch was kind of iffy in 2018. Yeah. Um, he's stepping down now. I think his name was Paul or something. I, I mm-hmm. can't remember. Oh, Paul? Yeah, I know Paul. Yeah, yeah, good old oh, Paul. Oh, Paul. But he, he was, he, a lot of fans of this game attribute this game's success, you know, that have progressed up until now uh, to this this guy who, I mean, the, the community was. The communication. On the, on, I mean, he was taking hits that he didn't deserve he came in late he was like the phil spencer you know what i mean he came in late and he handled the community well he was transparent he was saying things that they were trying to do and i really feel that that is attributed to this game's current success right now that it is still relevant um he's stepping down so a lot of the members of the community are wondering you know what's going to happen with this game going forward hopefully they still have somebody that communicates with the, the players right but um i feel as though having a good face of a game or a way to communicate to, you know, and have a and an answer back that is relevant is is a good way to keep your game relevant in, no, in my absolutely. opinion. If that absolutely. Makes sense. I, and I think so here's the thing. I my job is a community manager for a gaming app, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it is you you do 
It is crazy. Number one, the hits you take. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. You take hits that On you don't have. On a daily basis. They, it's not your fault. No, no. But it is important. Uh, the communication aspect has really been, since I've been in this role, is incredibly important and ultimately makes or breaks a, a community, right? Like the the community manager, a good community manager, not that I'm, I'm not overselling the point. Uh, I mean, they just fit in, mm-hmm. in gaming and perhaps that's what we've seen more as more communities come up, more community managers, more roles where game developers have to be transparent, have to communicate. And as they do so, their games improve and we we benefit. It's, cra- mm-hmm. it's crazy cool, though. And this is a prime example. This No Man's Sky, which I, I downloaded on all my boxes. I mean, Anthem, even uh, Rainbow Six. Look at what Ubisoft is doing for Honor, right? This this constant communication, this constant improvement. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Jordan, back to you. <laughs> Next story. Uh, games, uh, with gold. games with Gold uh, for March have been uh, talked about and uh, announced, un- yes. un- un- unveiled. unveiled. We have Batman Enemy Within, the complete Ooh. season. Yes, this we is. Have- hold on. Hold on. I would like to say this is a Telltale game. Mm-hmm. Now, Spicy did enjoy Wolf Among Us. Uh-huh. Telltale. Uh-huh. Batman, the complaints with Batman, Telltale, was the animation. Batman looked like an idiot. It's been completely reworked. Okay. All right. If you like Wolf Among Us, I actually think Batman is at least up there. In my personal opinion, I think it's a little bit better than Wolf Among Us. Oh. It's very, very, very good. Well, it is Batman. Very good. Well, Batman's cool. It's just I hated how he was marching around like he had a stick. Oh, yeah. Rammed yeah. up there. <laughs> you know? Speaking of superheroes, uh, my kids are watching Spider-Man, the animated series. It's so yeah. good. They're three in one. Like, they can barely pay attention to anything else on TV. They sit hooked. It's nice because we on, the Disney, colors. on Disney Plus, we just sit there, and it's nice. I can enjoy it as well. <laughs> you know? I love that yeah. series. Dude, it's so kid. good. It's so good. And it blows my mind. Now you'll appreciate real Spider-Man, not emo Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, well, emo Spider-Man's coming back, didn't you hear? Oh, no. What oh, wait. Focused really highly on his sexuality, which apparently is non-binary, a.k.a. bisexual. Where are you talking Spider-Man? It's stupid. Like, wait, I, are you wh- talking emo Spider-Man or new the Batman Spider- Beyond? The new Spider-Man that's coming out. Oh, because I heard they're doing uh, Batman Beyond again. Did you it's hear It's foolish. Here's the thing that people don't that realize. That is a great series, When too. I look yeah. at a superhero, I don't care where he sticks his wiener and for how long. No. So stop. Stop. What I care about is his badass It's who he teabags with it. Yes. <laughs> what criminals. Yeah. But I don't care. But stop. But they focus on it. And it's like, guys, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Yeah. There's many cases where they do things right and they do things wrong. Yeah. And there, I feel like more and more, it's do them doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, don't, I don't know. I don't know. And I think it, it went in in fairness to them, there's probably pressure coming at them. But for the real fans, we don't care. Like, yeah. like stop being preachy. Yes. Okay. We get it. You want him to stick his wiener everywhere. But I don't care. I but, want him to fight crime. Yeah. And I want him to be a badass <laughs> yeah. fighter of crime. That's what's most important yeah. to me. That overpowers the sticking that over, of the... That overpowers the uh, decisions that he makes with his wiener because I don't care about those. Yeah. But so can stop, you... Im- stop acting like I do care. That's the part that bothers me. But think what he can do with those webs. You know? This is true. Oh, can you imagine the pleasure? <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, never mind. My opinion has been changed. <laughs> I do care. I know. I'm I just saying. Uh, 
Like, uh, he's not your normal superhero. I do care. He is your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the Spider-Man dominatrix. <laughs> the, the swing, the sling swinger. What is uh, he? <laughs> I'm sure there's some funny. sort of toy out there called the sling swinger. That is funny. So we have uh, Games with the Gold with March. We have Batman Beyond, or Batman Beyond. Batman, the enemy within. And then we have Shantae. The half genie hero, and then on the 360 side, we got Castlevania 2, Lords of Shadow, yeah. and Sonic Generations. Amen. Which is great. So, uh, the new Game Pass games dropped mm-hmm. this week. Uh, one of them being Yakuza, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. And another one of them being Twin to the Two Hospitals, which is really great. But the one that I think is exciting sure. is Kingdom Hearts 3. So now we Ooh, have yes. now everybody, especially so if you have Game Pass. There. Yeah, all Kingdom Hearts games are here. Uh, a week or so ago, I think it was a week and a half ago, we had uh, 1.5 and 2.5 uh, release, which is great, or 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8 or whatever. But uh, also, in addition to Kingdom Hearts coming to Game Pass, we now have the Remind DLC that is now available on Xbox. It was available on PlayStation first. It's here on Xbox today, which is great. This week. So uh, if you You're want to talk about the Remind DLC, yeah, the Remind DLC. So if you okay. want more Kingdom Hearts and you want more Remind DLC and you just want more, then you have it here. Okay. And that's all I have to say about that. Moving on to Battlefield Wait, did 5. You, did you download this on your box? No, not yet. Oh, you bastard. So. I, <laughs> I have every other Kingdom Hearts game downloaded on my box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, I, to, to clarify, we did get this question in Discord a couple times, so I know a lot of listeners are concerned. What is what is if people want to refresh or they've never played the game, they want to watch the story mm-hmm. of it. What is what is that video called, or what should they look up? On well, YouTube? there's tons out there. You can find one. There's there's specific ones that I like, um, just because they're they're kind of, you know, I I feel like the guy does a good job of explaining them for people that have never been introduced to the series before. Sure. So. But uh, just on YouTube, just Google search the story. Um, so you don't? It's not. Like oh no! It's a, no. Yeah, there's a, there's a channel. It's called Eligible Monster. There we go. Um, that's, that's what I think people. He has, for. I think, a five part series, about twenty minute videos each, and he goes through some 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 episodes have two games, like some episodes do like two of the portable games and stuff. But he doesn't go through a bunch of the side stuff, which is fine. He just kind of goes through the main point and just kind of feels like this is what you need to know to get going right, and he does it. In a way where like he, you know, episode one is game one. So if you want to just get game one and game two and then jump in on, on a certain game, you don't have to listen to certain. Like he goes through each game, right? So, yeah. But, so um, eligible monster. Eligible monster. There you um, go. Just, if you yeah, want to catch up. Kingdom if Hearts. If story. You're, right, if you're very story. excited for Kingdom Hearts and you want to learn about it, eligible monster. That's that's where you go look up. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, a lot of people were asking, and, and I was like, but ask Jordan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Battlefield Five. Battlefield Five. Uh, tank customization, the feature that has been plan- been announced and planned forever, is finally coming to Battlefield 5 on March 4th. Battlefield 5, another instance where, not that the game needed to be improved, but that the communication needed to be improved, yeah. and they have. Yeah, I mean, I think they have their own issues, but uh, yes, yes, communication. I mean, everyone has Communication issues. was definitely an issue. Huge. Yeah. They, went to, they went to couples therapy. <laughs> They've really worked on their communication and look they, at the improvement in that game. Dude, that game. Dude, I saw some hot. You know the plunger, the plunger bomb. Yeah, yeah, the the lunge. Dude, bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I have seen people using it and they'll just run at other people. Oh, yeah. With it. It's a one player kill if you get the hit. It is hilarious. Or I've seen like two people running at each other. <laughs> yeah, you can so totally funny. set up a joust. Yeah, it, moment. it is. It is a joust. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. That is hilarious. I could watch those highlights and clips all day of the plunger bombs. Yeah, and I, I feel like they do decent damage to the uh, to the tanks, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, anyway, Battlefield 5 doing good. Um, they're, they are coming out. And talking about their the you know the TTK changes and all that stuff, they are that is coming too. So uh, very cool stuff. Very cool. Uh, Borderlands three. Borderlands. Talking about packs. Ooh. East Borderlands three has a new DLC coming out, and it actually looks kind of cool. I mean, they just got style, right? I mean, uh, yeah, they got style. That's all you got to say about it. But they got a new trailer that launched, which is really cool. Um, yeah, it it it's it's called it's 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 a cool game, but anyway, it's called. Sorry, I was looking up the title because it's a freaking long title. Guns, love, oh, and, and tentacles. Tentacles: The Marriage of Wainwright and Hammerlock is the <laughs> title of this uh, Borderlands DLC. Super cool, and you can get it <laughs> on March twenty sixth. Sorry, there's two dates. On March thirteenth, it'll be coming to Steam. But the DLC, well, the, that's gonna be a big couple of weeks. The game's coming to Steam, but uh, on March twenty sixth. You can uh, dive into the Borderlands 3 second campaign add-on at your leisure. Hmm. There's something coming out on the 20th, too. Something big. I can't remember what it is. I don't know what it is either. Yeah, but I, my brain is saying that's a big day for me. Uh, there's lots of fun in March this month. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of games. Yeah. Hey, and did you guys, did you guys uh, for the last news story, did you wake up one day this week and turn on your Xbox and go, whoa. I think I did. Something a little different today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Xbox came out with a new update. That's right. Um, the menu. Are the, yeah, they your, changed it. For your home menu, even your games, when you jump into your games, it's completely different uh, how it's organized. Though. Yeah. So the, the biggest feature, I think, is just the home menu, like you were talking about. Instead of uh, how it was before is you had basically everything across the top. You had the home screen, and then you kind of right bumpered or scrolled over to the mixer tab, you know, store or store you know all that stuff right it's now all vertical kind of on one page just in a vertical layout um so instead of scrolling left and right to get to like mixer and store and all that stuff you now scroll up and down uh but they are all movable so what i did is what it did is it, it went home and then it did mixer right next and i like to have my pins right there uh so you are able to move your pins back up to the top you can move everything around so i have my you know home pins and then the store because those are the, kind of the three most things yeah, that yeah. i was used you can you can Fully move it and everything like that. It's kind of a, a fun update, I guess. Oh, so yeah. Basically, it's just, I mean, in layman's terms, instead of being horizontal, it's now vertical. It's, it's kind it, of the best look, way to explain it. Does it. Look, it does look but, cleaner. Uh, it does, yeah. It, it's a it lot does cleaner. Look cleaner. I like yeah, it a lot. So, so. There you go. Uh, that brings us to the last segment of our show. Uh, one second. Oh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. This is the segment where we take your questions. To submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash positive gaming or x1bros.com forward slash support. We did take in every single... We did, we're we going to answer every single question in honor Whoa. of Whoa! Uh, at least as of the time of me recording them, there might be more on there now. Mm. So if I missed yours, I apologize, but I tried to get to them uh, ASAP. Um, first question comes from Barm. Barm says, hey, bros. Hell of a week for Xbox fans. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I just yeah, have yeah. to ask, how many flops does it take to get to the delicious center of an Xbox Series X? 12. 12. Currently. Is it 12, though? Currently 12. I believe right now. I, I believe they confirmed that it's 12. A point that was brought up earlier in the week. 12 teraflops to get to the center. Yep. So we're only going through the graphics card. Is that what you're and saying? Uh, oh. I don't know. Because maybe, we, had, we uh, should probably add the 2,500. Maybe a few disk drive wires. 3,500. <laughs> 
Meg's, you know, read write speeds for the hard drive. Here's the thing. One of the one of one of the discussions that I was involved in earlier this week, uh, it was brought up that in PC gaming, teraflops is never really focused on. Why? 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 And a lot of people, for the first time, are hearing about teraflops. Particularly if you're not, if you don't dive in deep to specs on GPUs, for instance. GPUs do mention teraflops, but it, it is right. You're never really told. Like it's never something that's focused on. But I think that the reason that that is is because Xbox is is just saying like, or even PlayStation because they're talking teraflops now too. Is mm-hmm. look at the processing power that has never existed before on a console we are now showing you that, right? Like mm-hmm. that's, that's, am I wrong in that assumption? What do well, you it's something that the masses generally didn't know Talk about. Talk about, yeah. It's, it's basically m- consoles are bringing it into the mainstream lexicon that I don't think existed before. Well, I think in all honesty, this is just me. Everybody can disagree. <laughs> I, I think it's more of a marketing thing. Uh, I compare it to CUDA cores. <laughs> when oh, you talk about right. like graphics cards, like the new graphics card has eight thousand oh, CUDA cores, right? Is, you know, what what I mean? it's more is, of a bullet, like oh whoa, it has eight thousand. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like which are which is important, and they do have their purpose, but but what's deeper? You know what I mean? I like, like I mean. this more because it's actually a tangible number. Yeah, no, it, it's a that it's a measurement that compared you can see, yeah. to other things that have been previously mm-hmm. done, right? The previous way things were marketed, and this is with cameras, this is how it's always been mm-hmm. with digital cameras anyways, it's always been about resolution, mm-hmm. like the megapixel, right? And you're getting to the point where now that's not important. And that's the, that's actually the cycle of how things work. Because mm-hmm. remember, when digital cameras first came out, it was, this is an 8 megapixel camera. This is a yeah, 10 that's megapixel. That's never talked about now. Well, the reason is, it was totally a marketing thing. It was not what was most important about a camera. What was most important about a camera was... Uh, processor and sensor. That, in my opinion, was may- way more important for yeah. cameras, right? It played a factor, but well, not that, yeah. Well, resolution at a certain point doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It really does not matter with cameras. You get to a point, no one's going to be printing a picture of their granddaughter <laughs> on the skyscraper. That's uh, what's important about no, pixel size. If I was a billionaire. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, and even, that, seen some of their granddaughters? and even that point, anything over 300 DPI is not going to be a big yeah. deal, right? So yeah. pixel count at a certain point does not matter whatsoever. What matters is sensor types, but the problem is most consumer-based, not prosumers, don't understand sensor types, don't understand yeah. that's, you know... Pixel is the way to talk about, hey, this is a better camera. Correct. It may not be true, but it's a way to market it, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. that's that's what we're starting to see now. You're getting to a point where resolution is hitting the limits of what the human eye can see. They can only go so far. Yeah. It's going to be HDR. It's going to be teraflops. It's going to be stuff like that, right? So, so. back to our question... Oh. How many teraflops does it take? How many flops does it take to get to the, the delicious see, center of an Xbox? There's so much more than teraflops. Involved. But I think actually Brenda and Chad had the correct answer: six, six to get to the center, and then six to finish it off. Get to the other half. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brenda and Chad says, "When you blow up an image, resolution matters." Yes, to a certain point, you're not going to need. 80 megapixels. That's the speak for yourself, man. I well, want to have it's, myself it's kinda, hanging draped across the skyscraper but, in Las but Vegas. Your eye is but yet, so far away from that skyscraper. Well, doesn't distance come into matter, right? Like if yes. you're a 1080 at three but feet, it's me, like, you know, like, people yeah, will be using binoculars to check out every detail. But, you're, but even well, that doesn't matter. That's that's why it, it's kind of like the the CUDA core thing, right? Like it plays a I factor. Like, I like the way CUDA core sounds. Well, 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 that's, that's a, a 
getting yeah, yeah, but, but that's smooth. what it sounds like. It, it plays a... Megapixel. Yeah. Ah, that's not as cool. Kudakor. It plays a factor, Ooh. but it's not the most important thing that you're looking no, at, right? At you know a certain I mean? point, it the doesn't factor even play, doesn't, it doesn't even matter, matter anymore. But <laughs> Everything <laughs> has at least 20 or but more. It's, it's why we ultimately don't talk about anymore be, uh, in cameras because... Or cameras on a phone because all cameras on a phone have surpassed... And it surpassed crappy, it 16 the crappy, years. The crappy resolution that used to be on our flip phone. It surpassed it 16 years ago, yet we still were talking about it up until like six years ago. Maybe right? that's so, when they hired a new marketing guy. Well, there's just like, so oh, many uh, things that <laughs> 80 mega. You can look at the nostril hair. Look and at print it up as <laughs> big as your house. There you go, Barm. You got spicy talking passionate. Uh, great question, though. Thank you very much for writing. Lost Reality writes in and says, Hey, bros, congratulations on hitting the big 300. Looking back on everything you've done to get here, what are each of you most proud of? Can I go first? Sure. sure go yeah, first. Yeah. I think what I'm most proud of is that we've done it consistently yeah. for 300 episodes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, your average podcast lasts 30 episodes. We've done that times 10. Yeah. We're at 300. I mean, I think. Actually, consist- no, I have. I'm the only one that's yeah, been that on every true. episode. Yeah. Spicy fun fact. Spicy is the only one that has been on every single I episode. I almost didn't do it, what, two weeks ago he when I was sick? I almost was out. He's the, all, he's the only one to have been here every episode. So that is that is cool. No, because we we did it at, we've not always done it at this house, right? So we did it at my house uh, for the first... Two years? Uh, first, two years, yeah. yeah two, two years. years so. so we've been here for three years. And we can always do it without Spicy here, but he's, he's pretty, he has perfect attendance. Yeah. He's the only... Now he can't... He can't ruin that. Yeah, now, <laughs> now you've set yourself There's up. Set yourself up. Yeah. But for myself, honestly, I think that consistency, with the exception of two weeks at Christmas, we are every week. It might not be on every Friday. Sometimes it's Thursdays that we have to do. Every week we've done it. And I think the reason we've been able to be consistent is because behind the scenes, we don't edit this thing. Like what you get our mess ups, you get our raw. Mm-hmm talking over each other sometimes it might drive you wild yeah. our wrong information sometimes yeah. it might drive you wild in the correct way too yeah but we just we do it raw I think it's the best way to do it uh, I think I, I'm just that's what I'm really most proud of that consistency spicy how about yourself um I am actually really proud of the quality that we've attained we have attained a pretty high quality I have not been, to brag but yeah I quality. I wake up in the middle of night thinking how I can improve things, right? That's just the nature of what I do in my brain. Mm. And I feel, I mean, we were talking about it at the beginning of the show, how crappy we were. Dude. But even with the budget we had, I still feel like we were good. Yeah, in, in context, when you in, look at what was being produced back then. Yeah. And when you look at people's first podcasts, I do feel like our first podcast still today can stack up against people's first podcast today even though technology has improved you have access to microphones software uh there was some software how you used to host your podcast that today today you can do it easy it's, immediately yeah, it's a lot then you had to go through loopholes that just didn't exist well, yeah i mean that don't exist anymore and trying to do it live like we did it live was near there was nothing really OBS wasn't even around the yeah. first year we yeah. were doing right or the first two years I think we were we you were, had to stream at the at the very beginning if you wanted to stream high quality with very expensive machines yeah it was it was a much different world but anyways I I feel like I'm part of the quality control on this team that's and your, I, you are QA I am I am 
QA? Quality assurance. Quality, quality, quality assurance. Okay. I thought it was question and answer. No, that's, that's Q and A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right <laughs> um, just our brand presence and all that stuff. I really I am really proud of what I've what I've done for this. Amen. Week. Amen. Jordan, how about yourself? Proud over the last three hundred episodes. Uh, this may be kind of a funny answer, but uh, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm already laughing because I'm no, no, no. I can only You're imagine. A bastard. <laughs> I can only imagine. No, no, I'm gonna say the uh, the friends and people I've met and made. Right? The oh yeah, I made. no, that's a good because that I, good. I, I like what a cop out answer. No, I know, no, no, <laughs> but like it's 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 really cool at at a moment's notice. I mean, I can I can Ronan's in chat, so I'm gonna pick on him, but I. There's been times where I just messaged him and I said, "Hey, man, I played Tarkov," and he's there. You know hey, what I mean? Hey, play with uh, me. Like right now, I'm I'm trying to set Don't up. Don't wear a, any pants. <laughs> hey, play with me. Yeah. Are you up? Uh, Please take I, your pants r- off right now. I play with me. Right now, I'm 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 trying to set up a time with with R56 Cooper and some of the other oh, Australians yeah. to try and play Sea of Thieves. Right? Yeah. You know? Um. Uh, there's a uh, Beast. Me and Beast just message each other talking about animes and recommending different shows to each other. Yeah. All because of you know the that podcasting is, community that we have. That and, is huge. And just everybody that we meet, like the bowling where you know we got Fitzy was there. I mean, we just. I will a say lot of too, my full time job is I said community manager, and I will say it has really opened my eyes as to how special the X One Bros community is and how positive everybody is, how tightly knit everyone is and loyal to each other. The, the X-Men Rose community is something that's, that's really special. So thank you very much to everybody that's a part of it. Great question. Mm. Lost in reality. Uh, Bridge City Gamer says, give, give us your favorite 300 quote from the movie Sparta. Oh, anything from Leonidas, man. That guy just... He just breathes greatness. This is Sparta. I like that one. Uh, so can I pick, instead of a quote, uh, I'm, just, I'm just going to say a scene. Oh, yeah, a scene. Well, no, it may sound weird. No, okay. Oh, but, okay, like, you know you're a king when you stand naked <laughs> over your kingdom. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like, and he's just out there like... He's just, just so yeah, chill. Just like looking out, you know. And, just, like, I, I don't try, yeah, I'm not trying to be weird, but it's just like that. God, that is rules man. over this kingdom. Yeah. You know I like. I mean? Okay, no I one's gonna report him for indecency. <laughs> yeah, the, he owns it. The part when he was, I'm gonna say he was getting cyber bullied by the other, you know, factions. They were like, "What? You just brought 300 men?" Oh yeah. And he totally turns it around and yeah. goes, "Really? What do you do? Yeah. What yeah. do you do? You're a potter. How many soldiers do we have?" And they go, "Who?" Yeah. And he's like, "I brought more soldiers than you did." Sealed yeah, friend. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that part's so good. Oh, man. Leonidas. Yeah. We should watch 300. I'm down. 300. Leonidas was the first John Wick. You know, I'll be honest. I never saw the second. <laughs> he uh, really was. 300. I, like I heard it wasn't as good. Well, Gladiator, though. It's a pretty good John Wick. Well, what came first? Gladiator? Gladiator. Or, oh, well, I mean, movie-wise, but at what time, time period? Time period? I think Sparta. Sparta, Sparta? Sparta yeah, because yeah. Rome. Sparta before Rome. Because this was Greek. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Rome Athens. came in. and Athenian, what do you do? <laughs> I'm a potter, sir. I'm a potter. Yeah, he does say it like that. I, and he's got I'm a, a potter, stick. sir. I'm, I'm a writer. I'm a potter. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> yeah, see, I heard that. I heard the second was horrible, so I never watched it. Don't know much. That that, that that movie's great. Uh, I guess so. So was uh, was Maximus the first John Wick then? Maximus was yeah, cinema Maximus wise was probably. Yeah. <laughs> is there any? Is there I mean, any like cavemen? They did kill his. Is there his any like cavemen? Uh, you, know? you know. Well, he does have a John Wick moment where it's him against like ten guys, and then he just goes in there with a sword and a tiger. And, Don't forget the tiger and uh, chariots. Yeah. Chariots. And he's yeah. against the emperor. Yeah, he never salutes him. 
Never salutes him, no. Yeah, no, and like the Continental is the jail. No one can fight there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is. They're slaves. <laughs> they are slaves. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Great question, uh, Bridge City Gamer. Thank you very much for writing in. Soul Finder writes in and has a compliment for Mr. McSpicy, which I concur. I actually have noticed this as well. Soul Finder says, I want to congratulate Mr. McSpicy on losing weight. He looks so good on camera now. I've noticed he is getting thinner and thinner every podcast. Did you drink a magic potion to lose these extra pounds, or do you play so much hardcore games that the fat just fell to the floor? <laughs> Can I guess what it is? Because you ha- you have I know I noticed it in your face especially. It's you guys are doing those cooking uh, like there's a meal for two that you cook up the freshly whatever I don't yeah, know yeah 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 I think that has probably helped. No, what 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 is it? Just eating less crap. <laughs> uh, you're too young for me to tell you what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't know. I I've I actually stopped going to the. I haven't gone to the gym for like three weeks. But that's, that, that's sickness, it. That must man. be that's it. Sickness. It's oh, get sick, get everybody. Sick. It is true. It's a great just weight loss get program. Seriously ill, and I'm telling you, you will not want to eat. You. It's true. It is true. <laughs> no, yeah, meal prepping is a really good way to do it. But uh, also, yeah, I don't eat breakfast. I think as a whole, though, like look at us. I hate breakfast. Normally we have sodas. We all have water today. I think as a whole. We are all. I've been drinking a lot less. Uh, actually, anything sugar drinks. Same, same. I used yeah. to drink multiple daily, and uh, we drank. We also drank the blood of our enemies. <laughs> uh, great, quite great. Thank you very much, Soul Finder. Uh, yeah. Next question. Thank you. Thank you very. No, I'm gonna thank you very much for noticing my sex appeal. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I take off your shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, let's, that would be a David moment. That's Howard Stern. This soon, Mark's Take gonna do, shirt. soon, <laughs> soon Mark's gonna be the neighborhood Leonidas looking he out is, his window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, already does. I've actually done that. Does. <laughs> I have those windows up there. Hey, you know? Look over, <laughs> stand at my stand and look yeah. out at my kingdom. Uh, Aerobed Kenobi writes in and says, "Bros, congratulations! You all should be very proud of what you've built. What is your favorite, most fun episode, and what was your most challenging episode?" Thanks for the community that you've built. Most fun episode and most challenging episode. I think there's episodes. Doing an episode, uh, I'm surprised you had this last week. I did the week before. Any episode where you're sick or you're really sick. And there's a difference between being like nauseous. I'd rather be nauseous, honestly, than respiratory. Respiratory, when you're talking and it's hard to, to laugh or talk. So I think challenging has to be doing the episode sick anytime is pretty challenging plus your voice sounds annoying mm-hmm. and focusing you just can't focus so mm-hmm. there's been some pretty challenging episodes as far there as there are there has been episodes where just the hardware side of things and that's kind of what I do is just br- everything's broken i w- there was one episode that i erased our intro like uh <laughs> like our in- so if you watch live i actually have like the music that you hear is actually like a cinematic and i have a whole bunch of stuff you know that people are watching live yeah. I erased that, and it was gone. I had to I had to go into my backup server to pull that out, and I was and it was during the show I was, or when we were starting. I was like, "Why is this not working?" Because I'm an idiot, <laughs> and I totally overwrote that with some other some other thing. Anyways, there have been episodes where nothing has gone right hardware wise, and you can see my countenance just it's a stressful countenance just beat the snot out of my face oh my god stressful countenance yeah but uh, yeah whenever there's hardware problems that's the worst episode i've ever been a part yeah. of but or jordan how about you uh any worst episodes come to mind or most cha- not worst but most challenging 
episodes coming. Well, there's the ones where where we're up to like three in the morning. Yeah, right? those were the early, early ones. Yes, yeah, things early kept ones. breaking. You know what is cool about the early episodes, and as as they replay on the the 24 hour stream, it it is interesting to see what the big news is week to week, early on, and stuff is like, oh yeah. I forgot about that. It It's like a documentary of the evolution of yeah. Xbox. For instance, Games with Gold, we take that for granted. That was not always a thing, right? On games, Xbox One, yeah. Games with Gold, when it was announced, I, I stepped into an episode where it was announced, in which I asked Rad my, like my dad, so what is... what is uh, Rad like my dad used to be over deals because he, the men... Can pinch a dollar like nobody else. It's a skill. It really is. It really is. That's why we put so him over. He used to be over deals. Uh, he was. He was. For those of you that haven't ever seen our first episodes or are not original, he was one of our other members. He was one of our other members of the podcast original original crew. And I asked him about games with gold. What do you think of it? Well, he said, and this made me laugh. Well, I wish that they offered us free movies as well. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know Red like my that's like the perfect encapsulated yeah. answer for who he yeah, is. You know what? Like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, they offer more free stuff. Yeah. I want more. How can they improve it? More free stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but uh, those those early episodes. Chat, chat is mentioning our black and white episodes. <laughs> you all know something funny about the black are, are, and white. Everyone episodes? hated artistic those. shows. Everyone well, hate, what's, yeah. what's well, really we did it at the time. I remember like. We were like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, no, was I it. was setting something up, and David was like, whoa. Hey, you know what? White. Keep it black and white. <laughs> but now whenever it plays through it, you know what I do? Because it's on. So our 24-hour stream runs on a computer at my house that I now have on a desk. Uh, oh, right good. Next you to got a play. desk now. Yeah. Nice. That's good an all-new so, setup. Yeah. So it sits there. Nice. And when I walk by, so the, the office where I stream from has glass doors. Yeah. So when I walk by, yeah, I can see it. And when I walk by and I see the black and white episodes up, I walk in. And I skip. <laughs> are you serious? No, we gotta keep it. Those I are our roots, them. man. I skip them. Yeah, do you they, remember? They bother me that much. Yeah, but do you but remember how many complaints we got? Everybody like, hated everybody, them. Yeah. Well, I can see why because now I'm like, what were we thinking? We should have done this episode in black and well, white. Well, you know what's funny yeah. is when we did that, I was like, are are you serious? I I was. I remember thinking like, yeah, no one else is. Do- well, I think I think it wasn't that we. I liked it. I think it was like. Yeah, no one else is doing well, it. Well, I think originally it was like, let's apart. just do it this week for fun. And then we're like, let's keep it. <laughs> David, <laughs> that, that, was, that was David's artsy phase. That was my artsy phase, yes. I mean, I, did I work, didn't mind it. I did work at a college. <laughs> you really did. A liberal arts college. Uh, I think David's moments of shame is when he came on stream and started stripping. <laughs> I... I you I did do that. I don't remember that. No, you did do that. It wasn't. Uh, it was your. It was another stream. It wasn't on this show. Oh, it was a stream, not a podcast. Yes, oh. and you immediately found out, and the like. You weren't. You weren't. He had deleted the vod. He didn't realize he was on camera. Uh, Beast uh, says the episode where Jordan was out and you printed a Jordan face and stuck it on the chair. That was funny. It was actually wasn't that around digital. It was a digital. Yeah, that was last May, right? Yeah, that wasn't that yeah. long ago, actually. Uh, so mes- most memorable. We we went over challenging most memorable moment. Anything really stand out? Memorable? Honestly, I think Major Nelson's yeah was really really memorable, mostly mm. because of how cool he was. He was very cool, and he put us at ease, but. I don't think I've been more nervous mm-hmm. ever. And I've done some stuff that probably is pretty nerve wracking as far as like really cause you to get outside yourself. I, I remember he complimented our Xboxes mm. 
We had, a stack, we had a stack of Xboxes, and he bag. goes, hey, guys, that's one cool stack of Xboxes. <laughs> and we were nice. like, thanks, Matt. Thanks. We stacked them up there yeah. ourselves. Yeah. No, he was really nice. That is a that, good one. That one is a memorable one for me. When you went, we got to find it and clip it somehow. But when you went on your thing about wheelchair basketball, that was probably one of the funniest it's things. It's like well, episode I, five. It's that, early. Yeah, that and was, you see all our faces. Yeah. Go, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> what? And then, like, it was it was hilarious. Well, my analogy, you compar- worked, my analogy worked in my head. I don't remember. <laughs> it was, I think my analogy I actually even, worked. You guys were just making fun. I don't even know. Well, I don't know what you were talking about, but you randomly pull out. Well, uh, it's, it's kind of like, like wheelchair <laughs> basketball, you know, <laughs> and then we're all like confused. And then we try to change the subject and you're like, no, no, you know, when they're in wheelchairs and they play basketball. That was, that was really funny. Uh, that was fun. That was funny. That was yeah. a funny moment. What's funny is it, when you do this week to week at the end of an episode, uh, you feel really good and you're like, yeah, that was a good episode. And because we've been laughing and having fun and then you go back and you listen to it later in the week, sometimes every once in a while, just for to see how we sound. What can we improve on early on? One of the things that we said a lot was, um, and, uh, and, ooh, uh. we at the more you do it, the more that you get past that. So we don't do that anymore, but sometimes I go back and listen and I'm like, wait, we talked about this or you talk too fast and you like breathe into the mic. No, no, but for, I did, I did that for, <laughs> for, for now. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, just like, like, uh, like, oh man, that news. No, no, it was the, it was the breathing in. Yeah. It was like, hey guys, in today's news story, <gasps> there was there was a new Xbox. <gasps> I guess that. But I still feel uh, like I have issues. No, no, like, there's still stuff that we all can improve. Like on. me, I go on these stupid tangents. I can listen back, and I'm like, how do people even listen to that? Well, I think it's always. I hard. don't finish sentences. Well, I think it's always hard to listen to yourself. But what is really interesting to me, and maybe it's just because I have a mind where. I'm in the moment in that, but it's not like I'm going to register this as I remember it. Because when I go back and listen to podcasts, sometimes it's like I'm listening for the first time. Like, oh, yeah, we talked. We talked about this. Yeah. Whoa. Or, oh, that's an interesting point. And it's like, well, yeah, just that happened a day ago. What, I feel like. What are you doing? Maybe it's just because I'm getting old and crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I talk slow and my brain goes a lot faster than my mouth can work. Oh, I, mm-hmm. And then oh, so that. I finish the sentences in my brain. But then I don't finish them talking. So when I listen back, I'm like, what oh, in the hell? I forgot about those. The Jolster and Psychotic says I missed the intros. Remember when we used to do uh, intros? Yeah, mm-hmm. we did the intros for everybody. You did. Yeah. They were just like so hyper cheesy. <laughs> you just made them up. Hyper cheesy. Yeah, I just yeah. make them up. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you write them down. Today. Today. As always, I'm joined by the bros, the x bros. First and foremost, Mr. McSpicy, known as Two Nipples Spicy. Is it the house? I don't know just to do. <laughs> Two nip spice. Two nip spice. Uh, next, it's Jordan the man. Uh, Jordan. He uh, doesn't the- take a crap, but when he does, it's crappy. <laughs> it's Jordan the man. But like that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Anyways, uh, there you oh, go. Well, Good times. Great question. Thank you very much, Arrowbed Kenobi, for writing in. Unique Freak writes in and says, uh, huge congrats. 300 episodes is no easy task. You must have so many moments to look back on. Uh, thank you for creating such a great gaming podcast. Thank you very much, Unique Freak. He also wanted to know our most memorable moments, so we went over that. Yeah. Uh, Psychotic writes in and says, Hey, bros, I'm excited to see you all, and congrats on 300. Thank you very much, Psychotic. Uh, I used to play a lot of Division 2 when it first dropped, but since I've fallen off, I know there is a new expansion coming out, so my question is this. 
Is there such a thing as coming back into a game too late? I have the same trepidations about Destiny 2. and other, I like the word trepidations. First of all, let me stop you right there. It's a good one. I have the same trepidations about D Destiny 2 and other games uh, of the same ilk. Have a great weekend and look forward to another 300 more episodes. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Psychotic. I I do. I have that same mentality. It's a mentality. mentality. It's, it's this feeling of you see. Let's take Destiny because it's, it's the most obvious one. You see people that understand the armor, they understand the runs, they understand what needs to be done left and right, and mm -hmm. you're basically starting, even though you've played the game, you've completed the campaign, you're jumping back in, it's like starting from new, it's it's overwhelming and intimidating sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I it is, it is sometimes without reason, because everyone's very helpful, and you just need to jump in and get back into it, but it, it there is a, there is a hesitation there because of, it's a feeling of time commitment to get to that level where you need to be to do the next raid or the latest thing that's coming out to catch up to do trials of Osiris, whatever it is. And it's like, do I have, do I have, am I ready to commit to this? Mm -hmm. It's like a marriage proposal. Jumping back into these games is like, are you ready to, we need to recommit mm -hmm. here. Are you ready to recommit? <laughs> and it, it is, I, I feel, I feel you psychotic. I know exactly how you oh, feel. I do too. Where is, where is, where is, let's take a game like Minecraft. Or even a racing game, a racing game where you jump in, you jump out. There's no, there's no constant progression there. It's it's just different. It's it's a much more. This is an MMO mentality. Minecraft, you can jump into, diddle around for two minutes, and jump out, and you're no, you don't. There's no constant grind that you've got to maintain to catch up. Even see if thieves, that is much more sandboxy, has that to a certain extent. For instance, there is so much more in Sea of Thieves. It is intimidating. Like, okay, if I jump into Sea of Thieves right now, where do I start? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is both a blessing and a curse in mm -hmm. these games. Like, it's great, but I feel a lot of the times we make a lot of that up in our heads. I, I, I do. I agree. I agree with you because when you jump in, that's why I said it's with it's without warrant. Because when you do jump in, it doesn't take long to get understanding where everything's at and what is. Because I is I there. did the I did the same thing. I just jumped into Battlefront too. Yeah, which. Everybody has purple cards. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's that's how you level up the heroes and level up your guns and everything. Everybody has purple cards. The thing about it is, though, the game is fun, mm -hmm. even if everyone has purple cards and you don't. I don't. But the before you turn on the game, it's yeah. that mentality. It's in our heads. Yeah. I'm just going to be too far behind. Yeah, you build it up in your head, and it, it's this anxiety, and it's like, oh, I... Oh. I feel like a loser. The you trick is know, to just turn it on and so try. Much. You guys know so much. It's like, honestly, you know what it's probably comparable to? It's probably if you've not been to the gym for a while and you're out of shape, it's that same like, look at, look at those meatheads. That, look at the, dude, look at those, look at those beautiful bodies. Yeah. Like I'm going to go into this gym and make a fool of myself. And then you go into the gym and you realize like nobody's paid. Everybody's just trying to do their own thing and having fun and just glad to be there mm -hmm. and trying to improve as well. It's the same in video games. Everyone's just trying to have fun. Nobody cares that you don't know X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, the gym one's a paradox, though, because you don't go to the gym because you're ashamed of your body, but you don't go to the... <laughs> your your body is in not the best shape because no, you no. don't go to the gym. You know, it's like a... What is that? A, is that a catch-22? The it's gym paradox. It's a circle of, uh, you know, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Which, by the way, I appreciate... I'm the, I'm the kind of guy that appreciates body shaming. I'll be honest. Please shame me. 
shame me more because I need to get healthy. <laughs> well, just don't be mean to me, but just say, hey, man, you're looking a little out of shape. I appreciate that. I and mean, you don't look healthy. There, well, there's this thing, though. There's this thing, like, if you're really out of shape at the gym, right, and someone's, like, in there, I have so much respect for, like, I look at that person that's, like, in there working hard, that's 600 pounds, right? Like, comp- yeah, I'm talking yeah. about completely, you're, like, that you guy go. Is like, awesome. it is, like, yeah, yeah. It, really, it, really does ins- it really does inspire me. Um... Perhaps I'm bringing that kind of inspiration to Destiny <laughs> players. Yeah. Like I'm the I'm the obese person in Destiny. To be honest, just there trying. You I've know, been on a raid get started where you have spent like 40 minutes on a jumping puzzle. Yeah, remember that? Remember that? I'm just happy to be here, guys. <laughs> I'm just. And then the worst part that was is funny. everyone on the ledge watching me is sitting there. You know, they have their emotes where they sit down and just stare at you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that has nothing to do with being behind. That's just you know. Well, I think I, I think it's in our I think it's everyone I think it's more in our heads than anything else. That's what I'm trying to get. I at. do, I do. And there yeah, are I, are there wiener heads in games? Absolutely, but I don't think that's the majority of gamers. And I think the majority of the issue, like, like, and I agree, psychotic. I feel the exact same way. We all have, mm-hmm. but I do agree. It's it is more built up in our head uh, well, than than it is. I do actually think it's a legitimate problem in gaming, especially in this game genre, like a division, the a per, Destiny, ESO, uh, World of Warcraft. And I think <laughs> developers see that because games like uh, let's take Division, because it's the, the newest one coming out with their their expansion. I believe it's what is it next week or the week after. But uh, they have a, a boost pass, right? Like if you buy the expansion, yeah. you get a boost. So they boost you to the top, so you don't have to go through that original grind, right? It doesn't take away from it. You can still do it. Um, games like World of Warcraft do that with all their expansions. ESO kind of does it in a reverse way. They make it so everybody level sinks, right? So yeah. you can still play with player that grinds every day, and he can come back. I mean, I do think in this particular genre, because let's let's be honest, when I jump back into Call of Duty, I don't feel that intimidation as when I jump back into you know Final Fantasy Online after I'm an expansion. Behind. I do in Call you know of Duty I mean? though. I do in Call oh. of Duty. I think everyone, and that comes down to map knowledge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know stuff that I wish I was but, played from the beginning, so I knew the maps more. But it's hidden more in those. Like it's it's you want to be the I, best I at that, that yeah. game. Yeah. It's not as obvious as yeah. as a rank in a Destiny or you know a yeah. light level. No, but it's real. I mean, no, I, it is. I, I, no, it I, is I agree. It's, it's it, is true. it, it no, happens. But what I'm saying, the is, intimidation is there. But yeah. what I'm saying, the intimidate the that feeling is real. But even developers are going out of their way to make the game accessible for people for, like for us. that. Yeah, it's more about us feeling that way. I mean, and, they obviously the actual reality with these features in it. I mean, they obviously see it on their end. Like, okay, you know, what about the new players or the returning players? Right. Yeah. So Yeah. Great question, though, psychotic. I think it's something that we've all dealt with and we can all relate with. Great question, Nerd Luck. Writes in and says three hundred. This is Sparta. I think a cool discussion might be your favorite hack and slash action filled game. For tonight, we dine in hell. Congrats on the 300, and thanks Hack for and slash. And thanks I, for all the entertainment you guys provide. A hack and slash so type of game. I'm. Oh, oh go go ahead. Can I? I well, yeah. I don't know if this is this is like controlled hack and slash, but it's Ninja Gaiden on the OG Xbox. Ooh. That game was hack and slash, but you needed to be precise. Mm-hmm. Hack and slash. Precision. Slash. It was. Yeah, I mean, you got hit three times, you're dead. You know? What does hack and slash mean? Like unprecision, uh, unprecise. But like, but see, like, spray, like pray and spray. But you get the right weapons, like the nunchakus and stuff like that, right? You're. Just, but I mean, you can say. I mean, uh, no, no. But what I'm saying is, I think hack and slash means you can be preci- like doesn't yeah. mean like unprecise. No, no, it, it can be precise, yeah. like because Ninja Gaiden, I would yeah, say, yeah. is a hack yeah, okay. and slash. So, Devil May Cry is a hack and slash, right? Yeah. I would say Ninja Gaiden OG, like yeah. the original Solid. Xbox Ninja Gaiden, not Solid the NES. Thing. No. 
That game, although I did like that game. The OG Xbox Ninja Gaiden oh, is so good. Spice. All right, Jordan, how about yourself? Hack and Slash. Uh, hack and Slash, some people may disagree with this, but I'm going to say it because you literally hack and slash in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, this is my favorite hack and slash game because of how it was played and just the amount of fun that I had, and that was Dead Rising 3. Ooh, uh, that game that. is that game, uh, that, I think that's a solid pick. I mean, that, that game. I mean, it had like that game was just. Do you remember when we killed the samurai and got his big stick of doom? And, yeah, like, I mean, that that was just. Well, and then the wheelchair like <laughs> speaking fat of wheelchair lady, basketball, yeah. the, 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 the jazzy, like so- yeah, the, the jazzy or whatever yeah, it is. That it. she's at the buffet and her weapon is she throws up on that, you. That <laughs> game. Was one of the funnest experiences I've ever had, and that's why I was really disappointed that Dead Rising Four took out that co-op of it. Because I mean, that game was—it was just that yeah. game. I hack and slashed my brains out. Well, I'm gonna give some honorable mentions now. The Warriors was that—that that was on the OG Xbox. That was mm-hmm. a Rockstar game. I freaking love that game. That game is—it's uh, a game about a gang trying to get home, mm-hmm. and they were. It's just like there's a movie called The Warriors that came out in like 1978 or something like that. Mm-hmm. The movie's really good. This game takes place in between certain parts of the movie, and uh, it's total hack and slash, and it is awesome. You're on like Coney Island and stuff. Oh, it's so good. Here's the a Warriors. question. Remember? Uh, Turtles in Time. Chat mentioned Turtles well, in Time. Uh, what, Dest, uh, you say in Warriors, what was the Destin, Destin? Dynasty Warriors? Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty, that's, Dynasty that is the hack and slash. <laughs> Remember, because you were so, it was the first game that thousands of Asians <laughs> running at you. Thousands of Asians running at you, that's totally. And you are a samurai. And you, when you fought Lu Bu. you fought. Lu Bu, the guy with the pony. people. The ponytail guy, and you're like. I gotta play this again. I gotta beat this guy. Is so, there any hack and slash game that's not fun? Because I mean, it's just it's just a formula that works, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, Dynasty Warriors. That is the, the hack and slash. The new Dynasty Warriors are not as good. Well, because they're like reason. they're making it artsy and stuff, mm. and they're doing weird things. I hear uh, Hyrule Warriors was good. Like I hear a lot of oh, their, yeah, yeah, I hear their their offshoot ones yeah, that the they do are, are like, actually good because uh, they're more like the third closet, party right? one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say one that is not a hack and slash, but it has been described as melee combat that I'm really looking forward to that comes out March 22nd. Ah, Bleeding oh, Edge, yeah. Bleeding Edge. Okay, not necessarily a hack and slash, but some you do hack and you do slash. You do hack and slash, and uh, and sometimes you spin what, around. Uh, you spin around. What is I get what slash means, but what's the hack? Hack. Haka. Oh, okay. That's a hack. And then slashes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great question, Nerdlock. Thank you very much, everybody, for submitting your questions. I just want to end on this note. 300 episodes down, and the game I'm currently addicted to is Vigor. Vigor. I don't know if you guys saw my stream last night, but I got three headshots. It's so three kills. It's so so fun. I wish I could be a part of this. You could be. You just gotta not be so concerned about <laughs> dialing in that dead zone, man. I have spent hours that and dead hours zone is, is uh-huh. killing you. Well, <laughs> just play standard control. A couple matches. Standard control has a delay on the joysticks. I can't deal with a delay when I'm doing my the whole. Let me, let me talk about Microsoft's thing right here. The dynamic latency <laughs> input. They're adding, that might, this, yeah, 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 they're yeah, adding yeah. a feature to remove delay on input devices. They build the input delay into the joysticks. Figure that out. I, I, I get it that some people don't even notice. 
I notice, and that is yeah. hard to Was do. Was your microwave on at the same time? <laughs> no. Did you, did you plug directly in? I mean, did you, <laughs> you, did you take, did you take the troubleshooting jets out? Go into the settings, <laughs> and it says, how much delay do you want from when you move your thumbs to when, when your stuff moves? Here's what you do. Could could you, because they are coming out with trios soon, and it would be cool if you could be a part yeah, of it with David and I. you got to be a part of it. Could you, and I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... We're trying to solve. Yeah, we're trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to help. Right. I'm, the microwave. I was being a jerk. I'm sorry, but this one I'm actually what trying an to. A-hole. Yeah, this, this one I'm actually trying to solve. Do you play? Could you do it to your junk? <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I. That's, that's what, what I. Like. That's when I lean forward. There's there's yeah. something in, there's something in the way, you know. Like, no, um, could you dial it in via the elite controller side? Yeah, yeah it so might take more time, so and it might be a customize. lot. You know what I mean? Because you know Hit how that, you can use that profile, create a bigger profile on your. I mean, it might be annoying, and it might take a lot more time, but. Could, could, the problem is, you know, all their settings are like not normal on vigor or on the elite vigor, side. On okay. vigor, on vigor. Yeah, yeah. And you totally can tell that this is their first console game. The these guys, Bohemian, right? They're mm-hmm. the ones who did this. They are. They were a PC. They did Arma, right? They did they, Arma. They did, yeah. They, yeah. Bohemian did. Then they lost and they their grant. Then they lost their grant to CD Projekt Red. But Daisy is on console. Well, it came to console. Yeah, yeah, but, but it was, and it was ported, and yeah. I, yeah, I never played it on console. And I still don't think it's done. No, I think it's officially. Oh, All I'm saying is, I can yet. totally tell that this is their first attempt at dialing in controls for con- like controllers. I mean, the controls, and they're not used to it, and the, they're trying to figure it out. Yeah, the controls have improved a lot. Uh, it's a unique control feel for sure. Mm-hmm. I see. I don't notice the lag myself. And see, and I, and see, I, I might just be I used be to like it that. at this point. And you're, like, you're just yeah, getting you're used to it because yeah, but because I can't. I will say I, though, I will say I I actually told this to David. I don't know if it was last night or the night before, but since we started playing from the launch well, of season from the launch from the launch of season one, which when we or we started playing halfway through season yeah. one to the where we're at now, like into season two, that patch that they had for season two well, there was did a patch make that a lot this week. Yeah, this week that yeah. changed a lot. Of stuff. Oh, I meant to said meant to there has that. okay. I'll pull yeah. it back up and see. Yeah, they they did a lot of cool quality like life stuff. Stat, stats, stats, they have stats now. now they didn't have it's. Very good. But stuff. when they launched the big season two patch, they did fix a lot of, con- would you call it jankiness controls? Yeah, like it, it, they smoothed, that's how I would they describe s- it. They smoothed some things it was, out. It's a lot know? smoother than it used to be. Yeah. It was very. Now he is before. playing post that patch, right? So you yeah, did you before that patch. Yeah, it was like, whoa. Times. Wait, when whoa. did that patch come out? That was when you played for when the first played, time. Yeah. You season played. Two. You played post that patch. So two. believe it or not. The, during season one, like, and maybe that's why, because we it's played. The, gunplay has really tightened up lately. It yeah. really has, and they're continuing to improve it. Maybe but, it's because we played during season one, so we know what it so was. We know what it was, yeah. <laughs> and then it came out, and you're see, like, oh, geez, but see, here's this the is thing. Way Even if they were to leave gunplay as it is today, I actually think that that is what makes vigor vigor. Like it's a, it's it's like I mean, a characteristic of. It's like PUBG. PUBG feels distinctly different, like PUBG, yeah. than an Apex. Or a call, and, a, and a, you know what I mean? And an Apex is really toned in and tightened up. Mm-hmm. Uh, PUBG is definitely not, right? Like, it has, I feel like that is more, I don't think we'll ever get gears cover, t- you know, polished, polished gunplay. or Overwatch or Call of Duty or. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be that. It's going to be. PUBG, where it's going to be more like PUBG, where that is a part of well, and, what, and not to say feel of the game. Well, yeah. not to say because I don't think PUBG feels bad. I just think it has a distinct, it's a di- distinct feel. feel. Yeah, because I don't. You know, I like, honestly, you even, know, when you're playing, even with the jankiness of of season one, the controls and it has tightened up a lot. I never, I didn't, I did, I never had a problem with those controls. It's just that's that's how that you, game you feels. accepted it. Yeah, yeah. And see, I had this conversation with Jordan. I was considering, um. Like in Battlefield 3, 
they made the helicopter controls and vehicle controls odd. They moved joysticks around yeah. and made rotating things different to make it hard on purpose. And I feel that's what this has done. It's making a simple game of third person shooting difficult on purpose by means of the controls, not by means of anything else. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for me to adapt to. Yeah. Yeah. I would just, I'd go reset to default and just play like a bunch. Oof. In fact, run with us. Run with me. I will run you on some farm runs. I would run with you two, but there's only two people possible. No, there's... yeah, just run with me. Okay. Don't run with, well, you can run with Jordan. I'm actually currently better than David right now. <laughs> Uh, didn't we have a head-to-head competition? I yeah, you had did. the best I gun in the you. game. In fact, I've I got came proof. in with like I've got proof. I what, what did I have? Oh, well, it was a Thompson against like an ADR. You had an AKM, and I had an. AKM. No, I didn't have an AKM. I had a Thompson. Well, that's your own. Well, fault. I guess we have it on video. That's that's your own, own fault for bringing crap. Yeah, <laughs> I actually hate that gun. Just for the record, the Thompson. I'm gonna say it out loud. I try not. It's like the gun that you get. It's like the default gun that you can get easily. I try not to use it. I think this, I do think this genre, this style of game is the next evolution. A couple reasons here. Um, Whether it's Tarkov. Tarkov is like the hardcore version. Hardcore version. If Tarkov, Tarkov is is Forza Motorsport. Vigor is Horizon. There you go. That's that's, 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 that's a lot more of it. Um, I think... It's very entertaining to watch mm-hmm. because it's very situational. Every game is, 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 and not that other games aren't situational. Every game you play is situational. This is very obviously situational. Like mm-hmm. there's times where I'll sit, uh, sit, sit in a map and you're like, okay, I know that guy's right there. I can bounce with what I have or we can go after this point or this person or this gunfight and engage Guys, what do we do? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Like this is the decision that we have to make, and it's that deci- it's that slow, deliberate, risk reward decision making process that is so addicting, and it's it is entertaining to watch. I enjoy watching watching these streams. Well, it, because it's of that. it's cool because it's the and I'm gonna say it, and whether you disagree or agree, I disagree, whether you disagree or agree, <laughs> what agree. I'm about to say is correct. It's the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's because I know people will disagree, and not, it's okay. But anyway, um, it's the it's it's an evolution of battle royale. Vigor and Tarkov have kind of taken that battle royale formula uh, and made it into. So as a community manager, I posted that on our Instagram page, and let me explain to you how hardcore I got dragged across the coals naked. I got tossed around naked uh, to Roman legions. Well, I mean. <laughs> And I be- I agree with you. Yeah, it no, is. I, it's 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 it an evolution of that battle, game type. It's not. It's, it's, it's not. not a battle, it's not it's, a battle royale game. How dare you say that? But it has no, those no. elements. Even, it has elements of a battle royale. It's 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 the next evolution. I mean, of even this style of game. Even Tarkov is is an evolution of battle royale in the in the respect that you are thrown in an arena essentially. I think with my chest. I was really yeah, about that. You are thrown in an arena with so many other players, and you need to survive, right? You don't have to be the last one standing, but you are in an arena, essentially, right? And you have to survive. You know, obviously, there's differences of getting loot, and you keep that loot and yeah. stuff. Like, you don't need to be the last player standing, but it's, it's it's an evolution. It's just like battle royale is an evolution of, uh, you know, team death team death. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool to see where the and I agree with David in the fact that this game mode game style is quickly becoming one of my favorite types of games it, to play. It really is. Well, what's interesting that you guys are saying this is because it is related, 
Arma was the birthplace of DayZ and of Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Yeah, yeah. it was. He called Player Unknown when he coded this and did all that. He called it Battle Royale. Yeah, and it all comes to the same style of. It all comes. It's like it all you, goes back to Arma. Yeah, you go. You watch School of Rock and you see Jack Black writing. You know the Sex Pistols up here, offshooted to here, and then offshooted here, and this is where you get punk rock, and this is where you know all rock is related. This is a baby of Arma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every it's vigor is a baby of Arma, That's and then cool. the mods that That's they a add great on point, Arma. Spicy. Great it's, point. It's related because yeah. it is related. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's so. like how free or team deathmatch is a evolution it, of free for all. I have right? I, I, mean, I, have, just, I have a question for you though. On since we're on this, and these are the games that we're really into at the moment. Uh, Tarkov vigor, the appeal to vigor for me, and not that not that I it's a preference, but I'm playing it more because of this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh it's simpler and that simplification I really enjoy. Now I do with though. Sometimes it's oversimplified where it's like, man, I wish they had traders like Tarkov does, or I wish I could swap out my scopes like Tarkov allows me to Right? like, but I do think it's like it, it, what I'm trying to get to is one of these games is going to take off. I think one of these games is going to be the next PUBG Fortnite. I mean, you can see it. Streamers are starting to really stream Tarkov, especially. Yeah. It's probably going to be Tarkov. But I do think there is a space for someone to Fortnite Tarkov. Vigor, Maybe it'll be Fortnite. Vigor feels like it's... Uh, I don't know if it's going if to be the Epic one. Epic gets involved. <laughs> there, right? They've got it. Yeah. But, and, and that's what I'm saying. Or maybe it's Hunt Showdown. But there, I Another think there is a space game, yeah. for you to have the hardcore super complicated version and not that it's overly complicated or anything, but you know what I'm saying, right? And then you have an opportunity. There's going to be an opportunity in a space for someone to Fortnite this genre. Mm-hmm. It could be vigor. It's free to play. I don't know. It it might not be, but it could be, it could be something Epic, Epic does. But I do think there's, there's always a space for what's viewed as the hardcore. And then, Hey, here you go. Do you well, think we're going to see that? Or, well, or do you think vigor is that? I mean, could be that? Well, I mean, uh, these are all these games are inspired by Arma and Daisy. Yeah, it's where it comes. I mean, you look at a Daisy. The problem them. with Daisy was when you were looting, you had to run for thirty minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then loot. Battle Royale went okay. You know what? Let's take that Daisy style game from Arma Two, and let's make it so it's faster, and let's make it you know circle in a map and make it closer and closer. But you still get that loot feel that loot survival vibe right and then you have these games like tarkov that went okay let's do the same thing that a battle royale and daisy and all those games did but let's make it so you can actually keep some of the things and then and then (laughs) and then let's let's take that style and put that away but then you have to bring those things out again just like logging back into daisy Mm -hmm. with your character that you saved up to this point right it's Rust, Rust is kind of a very similar. Oh, I'm so excited for that, to come that back right? Like, oh like yeah, just, I was just actually, minus the guns. I redownloaded that. Yeah, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I'm, way different it's now. Good. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, you're. And I remember saying this what like five years ago. I cannot wait for these games to become mainstream, and they have. I mean, Epic yeah. took Battle Royale to another level. Um, and you have PUBG finally making his own game yeah. and his own studio and making, you know, very popular, right? Yeah. Or I mean, player unknown making his own game, PUBG. And then you have 
you know, Tarkov, which has been around forever. It's just finally getting mainstream because it now Vigor has the is hideout. Still in, Vigor technically is preview. Yeah, and Vigor. No, no, it's full release. Mm, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was preview. Yeah, it was. It started <laughs> out in preview, okay, and then okay. it came to. Uh, but anyways, I it's I really enjoy these games, and I have been waiting for probably ten years, maybe seven, seven years for this to finally start to come like as a genre. Yeah, and I, it is here. I agree. And it's, it's fun. It's it cool. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, FCV eight. I think just to finish here, I think he wraps it up perfectly. He says Tarkov and Vigor <laughs> gives you tangible progression that carries through to new matches. He says, I like that over Battle Royales that where you start from ground zero every time. That is exactly it. Because yeah. you're punished too. Like you lose that progression if you lose the match, right? Like that's it's very it's a very cool concept. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm super addicted to it. Right now I know people sometimes are like, Oh, there he goes. There's X one streaming vigor again. But I, I love it, guys. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Anyways, happy 300. This is our 300th episode. That was everybody. the 300 episode, everybody. Yay. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for being part of the community. Thank you for joining us on the wild ride that has been 300 episodes. Tomorrow, Barbershop Cast, join us here, 8.30 Eastern Pacific time. It's a barbershop extravaganza. It's going to be glorious. We also, don't forget, we have uh, the community play tomorrow and some PUBG. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. We could probably oh there it is oh nice timing just right on right when I said <laughs> it you nailed it no I, yeah I was waiting for you to shut up you nailed I'm it I'm just kidding oh uh, you didn't respond to that now I feel bad it's like I slapped you and <laughs> took it <laughs> thank you very much everybody for hanging out thank you for being here uh, here's to another 300 episodes we love you guys have a great week enjoy your gaming until next time we'll see you later bye 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 everybody bye bye.